0: Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast at of Denver Comic Con from now into eternity.
1: Man, mm. it's like a whole year away now.
0: I know, right? Literally, like a year away. Yeah. If you're listening to us, you're like, "Oh my gosh, why does these guys not sound as good as they possibly could?" Well, you could. We could <laughs> sound better if you logged on to TweakedAudio.com and click in when you're done picking out your sweet earbuds, and you're like, "Oh, these are really cool. They're made out of natural wood." And you go into the checkout, you're like, oh, man, I wish I had a way to save money. (laughs) Oh, I got a surprise for you. In the promo code, type in "real nerds" R-E-E-L-N-E-R-D-S, and you will get a third off your whole order, no matter how many you order. Just make sure you log on to TweakedAudio.com, get those earbuds. They are badass. Also, if you're in the Colorado area and you're like, oh, man, I really want to play some paintball, but I don't know how to, Pirate Paintball of Colorado Facebook page, if you like them, In the little comment section, hashtag real nerds, meet up at their next meeting. My dad, who is a president, will give you free paintball and weapons so you can go and have fun with us. Um, That's Pirate Paintball of Colorado on Facebook. Yahoo. Hey, and if you're also like, hey, these guys sound like they're really fun. One guy sounds like he's an asshole. You can come see us live July 31st at Castleman Bar, where the world premiere of Zach Eastman's new movie, The Boy Who Stares, will be there. take not. 38 production. Why Brad, are you interrupting me? Fuck, James. Brad's not an asshole. Don't call Brad an asshole. I'm basically. talking about me.
2: Oh, oh, that's okay.
0: Yeah, don't you know, like, every time we meet people, like, oh, you sound like an asshole. No, that's not what they say about you. Yeah. Uh, what do they say about me? They say you sound thinner. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was that yeah. one asshole. I'm like, hey, does my cock sound thinner in your fucking mouth? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, that was inappropriate. So if you, J- uh, on, if you go to Castleman Bar on July 31st and pay $5, proceeds benefit Aurora Rise, which is the wonderful nonprofit organization that assists families for the Century 16 movie theater shootings. Log on to aurorarise.org to donate today. And they'll have some cool stuff there, James. You already picked up their sketchbook um, at Denver Comic Con. It's pretty badass. I didn't pick up their sketchbook. Yeah, you did. What, what did you get? You
2: I got... I got a shirt and a bunch of stickers and all kinds of stuff. I'm gonna be wearing their shirt tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, their shirt's fantastic. Brad, did
0: you get their sketchbook? Brad got their. Oh, s- Brad got the sketchbook. Who it was. Okay. Uh, if you're not hearing Brad right now, it's because he doesn't have a mic. Brad, say a little something into the mic. I wish I had a mic. <laughs> I set him up for a joke he didn't even get it I said a little something into the mic and he just he a said something. a little something yeah. yeah I know you did anyways if you're new to Real Nerds Podcast like hey who are these assholes uh, actually who's this asshole and the two guys that work on podcasts with them every week we go see a new movie this week we saw R.I.P.D. or Ripped. and uh, stay tuned to the end of the show to see what we thought about that we also talk about movies we're watching get into some fan mail Movie news, what's coming out on Blu ray and DVD, all fun stuff that revolves around movies. James James, do we have a comic this week? I do. Cool.
2: And I'm excited about it and we'll get there eventually.
0: Awesome. I guess we also have a game this week. It better be good or I'm Xing it from the live show. <laughs> just <laughs> so right, you we'll know.
2: See. It'll probably be
0: shit. And we also have wonderful people with us. Um, our correspondent is back. <laughs> Cora, say hi.
3: Get it? Hi. I, I get it. I was there.
0: <laughs> and Michael's back as well. Hey. Michael, I don't we, have a cool name for them. I was just going
2: to say, there's I, not a lot of cool names
0: for Michael. Yeah, or f- that oh, has to I do mean, with news or Michael, something. Michael, to begin with, pretty cool name. Yeah,
1: Michael's thank a cool you, thank name, you. but I mean.
3: People Lynch. call him Lynch. There you go. Yeah, Most yeah, yeah. Just call me Lynch. When
2: we first met you, I thought you were just really into David Lynch. <laughs> I was like, this is weird. She's going to start talking transcendentalism. and
3: I call him Kitten.
0: Well, I, I think that sounds really <laughs> bad.
2: That, I, don't, I don't need <laughs> to know that part. That, that one's a little bit personal.
3: You're, you're afraid that the internet world knows that? It'll That's be right. fine. Most people know it anyways.
0: Uh, Cool. So we got it. Michael, you'll be the linchpin to our correspondent. So uh, <laughs> that, that was courtesy of Brad. Uh, I don't want to take credit for that <laughs> joke. That's courtesy good. of Brad Haig. Totally, so yeah. I don't mean... If I you hated
2: that joke, it was totally Brad.
0: It was, yeah, if you hated it, write in and tell Brad how stupid he is at writing jokes, and we'll go from there. How come those never move, Brad? Yeah, what? I know, I'm just asking. You can tell me, and I'll keep on talking. That's just weird. Like what, the, the wave they... file? Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't see it move. Like, it's just going so slow, like a,
2: like a heartbeat monitor in a it tense is. movie.
0: It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so so move this shit along. Um I don't care what Brad says. I can make this show as long as I want. How's your week been, James? It was awesome, dude. Was it? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I got a new job. I know, it's awesome. I got to Good put it in my you. 2 weeks at my at my shit job. I'm gonna put my big boy pants on, some suspenders to hold them up.
0: Nice. Yeah, you know, people don't really wear suspenders anymore if you bring that back with a uh, bow tie. I kind of want
2: to because I've been losing so much weight that actually uh like buying new pants every time that I drop down a size is not cool. So, yeah, I'm just gonna wear like big you know, clown pants and then nice. suspend them up. What, what I'll kind put, of like, a wire. are you going for? Are you, you going know. for
0: rainbow or. <laughs> no, heck no. H-
3: how long do you expect to keep your big kid job dressed like that?
0: Uh, <laughs> um, you they're can- pretty laid back there. Um, Cora, you cannot be let go of a job because of the way you look. That's discrimination. It is, yeah. As long as you look snappy with his suspenders also, on. Also,
2: I mean. Okay. They're going to be sexy suspenders. Did
0: you ever wear suspenders as a kid? I had a pair once. Me and too. I think
2: I wore them once. Um. Because I bought a suit when I was little. Like there was, a, there was a week when I was like, for some reason, I just got it in my head. And I was like, Mom, I want a fucking suit. I said it just like that, too. Full beard. I want a fucking suit. And she was like, okay. And so she took me to the JCPenney or the Mervins. I think it was the Mervins. She took me to the Mervins. Those exist. Even if Mervins isn't actually where it was, it's just funnier that way. And she bought me like a seven-piece suit with like a vest and a tie. And I wore it to church two weeks in a row. And then I outgrew it. And it never got used again. There went 500 bucks.
4: I I tried to wear uh, suspenders to school. They were checkerboard suspenders, and I had, like, a a flannel shirt and then some, uh, like, big khaki pants. That's pretty good. And uh, I came downstairs. My mom was like, you're not going to school like that. Go change. (laughs) So that was the end of that.
2: Oh, man. I am not going to let you get beat up, son. And I was 16.
0: (laughs) Uh. I wanted to see that. I loved how you described that. Brad, if you were my kid, I'd be like, son, you're a fucking animal. Go to school. <laughs> Corey, yes,
2: Corey, you're a girl. Can dudes pull off like suspenders again? Is that going to come back? Yeah, you Cora, saw can a guy dudes in suspenders. suspenders? Could you imagine anybody in suspenders where you'd be like, that's pretty hot?
3: I'm the one who bought you suspenders, Cora and you wore them suspenders. Once. Oh.
5: oh. She did. Mostly because I, I want to snap them. She keeps snapping oh. me every
2: time I wear them. I, now, can't I wear understand them. not wearing them now. So... Suddenly, suddenly I, I'm just going to go
3: buy
0: tight pants again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but could men bring them back? Y- yes. Yeah. If we're allowed to snap them.
0: Didn't you see that new video with Justin Timberlake, my suit and tie? He's rocking suspenders in it.
3: That's he Justin Timberlake. Anything. And if JT He's, does it, yeah,
0: then anybody can do it. No? Yeah.
3: Have you seen <laughs> the other members of NSYNC?
0: And, no. how, <laughs> and how popular they are now? I don't even know uh, what NSYNC is.
2: Yeah. Also, all all of Backstreet Boys did that too. Aren't they gay? Uh,
0: no, just, no, just, less just less no,
1: fans.
2: <laughs> yeah, just, just one out best. of each
0: group. Mm. Yeah, which is why if you were gonna, you know, if you didn't want to be, so gay, if they went, went on tour together, they'd always have somebody to fuck.
2: Right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but if you didn't want to be gay, you would you would want to
0: pick a band like an
2: NSYNC and not a Ninety Eight Degrees because there are more guys, so the chances that you're going to be the gay one. Are, uh, are so
0: like 20% basically because We well, no, it depends members, on the band. No
2: no, there always has to be one. It's like mm. uh, it's like Survivor. There always like has, there, to, there be has one to be like, the gay one gay guy. Black guy. Yeah. Um so if the, if the band is larger, um so like how many dudes were in the the kids in the kids in the hall, kids on the block, the block kids? I, was that thing the well, a, the I, 80s I thing? Kids on the block? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there were like there were like 16 guys in I that don't show. Know, so oh, that's oh, the one you I wanted to be in. No Oh. And it was the '80s, so they were much more intolerant. The right um, stuff. So they they didn't even have to reveal that they were the gay one. Um, this is a really bad conversation.
0: No, it's awesome. That's pretty good. All right. It was really good. Did we tell people what we saw this week? I did. RIPD. I told, like, and then we I told like, yeah. like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, I thought so. That's why. That's why. That's
2: why Brad is just sitting over there glaring <laughs> at us like, yeah, no. fucking 20, 21 minutes
1: ago. great <laughs>
0: No, you know, I, I, I went uh, I back know. and I was listening to all our old episodes, and when we just uh, talk about stupid shit, we're pretty funny. So, yeah.
3: Yeah. accurate, like
2: like like my theories on gayness in boy bands.
0: Yeah,
6: <laughs> and you
2: which always, I think mine's actually pretty conservative because most people would just be like,
0: "No, everybody
2: in a boy band is gay." I yeah, think, yeah, some some yeah, the intolerant people. That's what they say. I met the most racist guy today straight up no. the most racist guy I've met in my life straight up he was telling me no not Ryan <laughs> my wife just said <laughs> no. me that was that was Ryan's wife who suggested that uh, no no this guy he came through my line at work and he straight up he was like "I." there were these you know any, a nice Asian couple behind him but they were you know a little bit close to him and he was just like they're being so fucking pushy and I was like oh, okay and I was just you know, trying to help him out and then he straight up looked at me and he's like I have very little tolerance for all these people here who shouldn't be here and I was like oh my god I just shut I, – I was like, I don't know how to deal with you. Like, because I can't – I did put up my two weeks, so I should have just punched him and be like, ah, fuck <laughs> it. Yes. But um, but no, I just, like, shut down and was like, Are you You can go now. Oh, um, uh, man. I've never had anybody actually talk to me. No, in that dude, I,
0: I got that topped this yeah? week. I work at a restaurant, and it's a Mexican restaurant. Uh, if, for those who don't know, I'm white. Three margaritas. Uh, Yeah, I'm white. <laughs> and I was um, making a burrito for an older gentleman – and he said, uh, hey, don't skip me on that chicken. I know how you Mexicans cheat us out on stuff. I'm like. <laughs> and I said, sir, I'm white. And he says, that's uh, okay. I have a lot of Mexican friends. True story. <laughs> it's okay.
7: What? I have and a lot of Mexican the, friends. The, and
0: the girl who was working with me is a 17-year-old. Like, she's going to Brazil oh. to do mission work. Yeah. And she's, so she's the sweetest, nicest girl in the world. And she just looks at me, and she, her face is pure white. And she's like, huh? I don't know what to do oh yeah and she just like walked away in the back oh. i felt so bad for her yeah and I
2: was, she like, looks like shailene woodley before her mom died in the descendants yeah like
0: innocent but cute and young yeah you know like, you're like no yeah, yeah. no yeah. I, 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 I i but what do you say in that instance so you're just like what did you just say to me i maybe? know it's weird
2: especially in like normal not backwoods america you kind of just don't expect that and then somebody says it to you and you go the fuck did you just say
0: <laughs> totally are well, you? Is this a joke? When I was in Tennessee, I was wearing a, I was gonna rock a pink shirt, and my wife's aunt's husband said, "If I wore a pink shirt, I'd be a gay." So, <laughs> uh, well, in Tennessee,
2: that's true. Yeah.
0: Hey,
2: I don't go to that state. Guess what time it is for guys?
0: Real news. No, wait. We don't do that. We do fan <laughs> mail
3: first. Fan. <laughs> I love how that just happened when Ryan's the one who gives you guys shit for things being <laughs> for out of control. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he's no, not here. That's, that's
0: what I do guys uh, Doey. Uh hey last week we had Brian on our show better known as a Twitter handle Mac and he said he had a, I had a great time on the show. I didn't sound like a kid at least <laughs> no I, I, I like
2: thinking that at least he worried about it that at least for a second he was like "Ooh, man I'm gonna you know
0: yeah he was really worried about it yeah. Um, we also He's got um, from uh, Lime Coconut. Here's her phone number. <laughs> so you can call her. It's 970 555 0778. So go ahead and call her on that number. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I really, you, you like how I did a movie thing there, 555? <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Cool.
2: Nobody understands that that's Cora.
0: Yeah, that is yeah. Cora. Cora's with us today. Right. She's part of our family. And mail. that is
3: my phone number 555. Five, five, <laughs> it <laughs> is. Whatever you just said.
0: Absolutely, and so you gotta pay, you gotta think on your feet. Boom! Now I gave out her phone number. I'm never gonna give it out again. So you're gonna have to go back, play it again. <laughs> yeah, that,
2: that moment is passed. There's no way you can go back. Just make sure you
0: call her after midnight. Yeah, call her after <laughs> midnight with heavy breathing. Just chill <laughs> I answer the phone? Yeah, just do um, j- pull hello. A, pull a zodiac on her. <sighs> That's creepy. Yeah, um, I'm creeped out. Also, Daniel underscore B underscore King said I just went shopping in my at real nerd shirt. A hot chick was following me around until I lost her in the bakery. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> you know oh. what? A real nerd shirt works because when we were walking into the movie today, some chick's like, "I love your shirt." Really? Yeah. Did you like, did you explain that you were on it? No, I didn't. Okay. I'm not one of those guys like I'm like, "Ooh, I'm going to Google me. I'm going to see what comes up." In case you're wondering, if you Google best nerd podcast of 2013, Real Nerds podcast comes up. In case you're wondering, we kind of cheated. I looked into it. It's it's really because why are, you, why are you bursting the bubble, motherfucker? All right, never mind. Yeah, you're right. It's
2: we're that awesome. I I will, As far as the shirt is concerned, though, I'll bring this up. They uh, did you you saw that video about uh, the Sullivans that was on yeah. Fox News? And it's a thing where, like, as soon as they would they would get really serious, and I would get all sort of teary eyed and and moved. And then they show Tom and Megan sitting on the couch, and Tom is wearing our Denver Comic-Con shirt. And so suddenly I'm staring at my dumb face on his chest, and I couldn't help but laugh every time. On I know, because the he's,
3: news. He's so awesome. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. Um, As awesome. But, your ah, face man. is on
3: the news. I know. Right.
0: And he wanted to be in the center of the fucking shirt. I'm like, dude, I'm the host of the show, and you're putting yourself in the center? That's bullshit. No,
2: that's not. Uh. That's I worked so happen.
0: hard to get out of the center. I really did. And I and, and the whole time I was like, Oh, whatever, I don't give a yeah. shit. I was yeah. the only one that cared. How <laughs>
3: would have the? Uh, I'm looking at the shirt. Yeah. How would the design have worked if you had been not? Well, I don't a know. Brad would
0: use some Photoshop magic and uh, just. He Brad like, did. <laughs> I just like the uh, top of it more because it said "Real Nerds Podcast." Yeah. So I had him do it that way.
2: Yeah. There was a lot of thought that went into the design. Oh okay. On Brad's part. But uh, anyway, he's not on the
0: show this week. Yeah, he's not on the show. Who gives a shit? Uh, did we get any other mail? No, we didn't. Um, but hey, thanks for everybody who tweeted and uh, every time I look are you raising your hand or are you just sitting there? Okay. He's picking up uh, his nail in impatient. Brad's hand was up so I thought he was gonna say he's gonna chime in. Uh, uh we're also gonna work on um Hey buddy. Uh next week we're gonna oh you know what I did forget though? <laughs> I totally forgot something. Yeah. Uh, Narrate comics if you download their app on iTunes or the Android market for your tablet. And you like them on Facebook and hashtag Real Nerds in it, you'll get a hundred free coins to purchase more stories from their motion comics. Bree was
2: on last week. he said is on. he's, yeah. he's, he's used in it. And it's really cool. No, it's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, oh yeah. Uh,
0: Guys, what is Narrate? Narrate is a. I didn't I say it? Did I not say it?
2: Oh, uh, you sort of said what, we, what you get for free. Uh,
0: okay. Narrate is a like. Uh, what's the best way to describe it? It's it's like a user based comic motion comic book app. Yeah where they put up new stories every week it's really cool um it, to download the app it's n-a-r-r and the number eight so Nair Eight. it's really creative um yeah
2: just a neat thing just go a neat check thing. it out it's a motion comic yeah
0: um it's good a really for, popular you know. one i was reading they sent me an email they have over 800,000 downloads now very cool for that app and very it's free cool. good for them oh yeah download it you can't be use free. the coins that you get from us. You you earn coins by reading more. And the more um, stories you read, the more coins you accumulate. If you like uh, if you like them in hashtag real nerds, you get the hundred coins for free. Yeah. So that's it's like, like, like a tons of adventure. Because yeah. then
2: you go spend that on books, you read all those books, and then you get like ten times as many coins back or some kind of math.
0: Yeah, whatever the math is. Yeah. But it's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Check them out. We met them at Denver Comic Con. They're nice ladies. They were. They're based out of Moscow. Which is Awesome. I know uh, the Rebecca there. She sent me an email saying, "Oh, I'm sorry about the delay. I'm in Moscow." I'm like, I want to go to Moscow. <laughs> Do you think uh, the Kremlin still has KGB <laughs> members in there? Oh yeah. And yeah, if yeah. they no. did, would Ethan Hunt have to stop them?
3: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs>
2: Don't you just mean blow the place up?
0: Oh well, maybe. Yeah, and then run away and then run like, away and then get smashed oh, against oh, a yeah. car. Oh man, that was oh cool. dude, that's awesome. Hey, this is what we've been watching this week.
2: So uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching.
0: Dude, speaking of Tom Cruise, I totally watched Jack Reacher again this week. Did you? Yeah, I, I saw got it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I got really lucky. I we went to Best Buy because Brad forgot uh, a card for his camera when we were shooting um, a trailer for our upcoming feature film, and <laughs> and uh, while we were there, Jack Reacher was on sale for fourteen ninety nine, and I had ten dollars in Best Buy gift cards for you know because my dad bought a computer at Best Buy, and I hmm. put in my my Best Buy yeah, reward yeah. zone for it. And so I got it, and I got it for five bucks. Nice. So I was watching it and really pumped again when he kicked those five guys' ass. And I don't know if I'm a, just a total dude, but that part where he pulls up to the like hotel and the cops in there, yeah. and he's just like staring at him intensely. Then he slowly like puts his hand on the gear shift, and then the cop like clenches his fist and he pulls out, and the cars are oh, dude, it's awesome. That movie's badass. Yeah. No, no, no music during the car chase. No, it was because it was post-drive. So after drive,
2: everybody was dropping the music out and then just, like, turning the volume up on the engine noises. And I was wondering, every too, would sequence. that
0: work for the whole movie, not having music? You know what I mean? If, is there a movie that doesn't have music in it? Do you know of? Yeah. Red oh, Red State. That's yeah, right. Red yeah,
2: yeah. State. Yeah, Red State. He goes, uh, or at least all the music that's in there is in the movie, you know. Yeah, um, I, just, I
0: was just curious because, I mean, it's so effective in that car chase
2: but part of why it's effective is because you notice that it gets dropped out yeah so if there is no music the whole time like in red state it works because he is purposely building tension and doesn't want you it's a movie where he doesn't want you to know how to feel Mm -hmm. and music tends to tell you how to feel um and then when you drop the music out it creates this tension because you've you're not quite sure where you're supposed to be anymore um but yeah there, there are definitely movies that do it
0: yeah, I know. I just love that movie. Yeah. Like watching it again, I I got really into it again.
2: I I was surprised at how short that opening is because in the Man. theater, I felt like it was a thousand years long, like that whole we're shooting people out in the open thing. And you know, maybe it was the timing, and you know, um, because it was right after Sandy Hook. Um, I but I, I just feel like I remember that being a really intense and long, grueling sequence. And then I watched it at home a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, that was over quick.
0: Maybe, too, because you're used to it.
2: That's Um, true. Yeah, I knew it was coming.
0: But, I mean, there's there's so many, like, cool moments in that movie. Um, When Jay Courtney is – I forget his character's name. He's a sniper guy. He comes in, and they're, like, all huddled in the office. And he comes up, and he says – uh, you might want to lock this door because he knows he's not going to come back. That he's going to be killed because yeah. Jack Reacher's so badass. And there's a great little featurette on the Blu-ray talking with Lee Child, who's the author of Jack Reacher. Mm-hmm. And you know how everyone says Tom Cruise isn't six five? This is bullshit. And uh, Lee Child says, "Yeah, but if you find me a better actor to play Jack Reacher, I'd be surprised." Oh, yeah, that's pretty badass. And he says, "Because I mean, how many great actors are there? Six five, two sixty? The Rock. That's about it." <laughs> And,
2: and that's the thing like I've heard that argument and we talked about this in the review I don't understand it because that a, a big guy beating up people is less interesting to me than somebody tiny like Tom Cruise Cruise
0: isn't tiny he's like 5'7 he's,
2: he's barely taller than Ray Parks he's pretty tiny
0: he Ray just, Parks is short. People just hate him. And, and I, I, no, tell, I love Tom Cruise. I was Cruise. telling Cora Michael that guy. my next one, because, you know, I'm almost done with Robert Downey Jr. movies. Yeah. I think I'm going to do all Tom Cruise movies. Ooh. I think I have a lot of them, but I'm going to re-watch them. And, uh,
2: yeah, then you're going to have to go back into the the deep hole of, of all cocktails. All the right moves. And all the right <laughs> moves, yeah. <laughs> Leia I don't think cocktails that
0: bad. It's not that great, but, you know.
2: Back in the days when he was supposed to be a pop star. Not like a music pop star, but just like a you know what i mean sex symbol yeah yeah exactly you know
0: that young hip dude he is young and hip dude he's only like 50 he doesn't yeah. age have you seen him no, he, he d- no he doesn't he's pretty studly it's cuz he is always hooked up to an e
2: meter did,
3: did you see him jump on oprah's sofa yeah I like saw that's it. that's legit i know i'm i'm kidding i thought it was ridiculous and silly
2: <laughs> oh no i thought you meant like i i like it was real it is mean,
3: no They CGI'd that. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't real at all.
2: It was better CGI than RAPD.
0: What (laughs) else did you watch this week? Uh, I I also watched Evil Dead. Ah, So did I. Um, It's still actually a really good movie. Um, The thing that only bummed me out is I actually watched it twice this week. I'll probably watch it one more time. Um, Is I was listening to the commentary... And uh, Fidi Alvarez, who's the director of Evil Dead mm-hmm. um, The whole time we were, I was watching him do the commentary He kept on saying, oh, there's a longer cut of this movie This this scene's longer There's a dead-eye coyote that attacks her here <gasps> There's all this stuff There's this stuff The ending's longer I'm like, fuck, that means where we're... is
1: that movie? Oh, no, and
0: then he says, when we release the extended cut
1: like, <gasps> Fuck
0: <laughs> I'll still, I'll probably buy it Oh, no, I'm gonna get it's, it I'm... It is bizarre to me how much I really love that movie That's bizarre to me that you love that movie Yeah, oh, yeah and there's parts of it that uh i did not catch uh that demon that comes out of the ground at the end that's actually mia oh yeah yeah i didn't notice her face as much i don't know why yeah maybe it's because you know well they and they hide it a lot there's only a couple of shots where you really see
2: her face and i think it's almost supposed to be like it's not always her but that in some shots you sort of see like she sees herself in it Mm -hmm. um yeah that movie is so good Oh, man. Oh, man. And yeah. All the all the, the features on there are, are short, but pretty good. Yeah, and that's like, I, too I, I when I was watching that. all the
0: features. I'm like, they're so going to make another one of these. Yeah. Uh, but there was uh, – you, you learn interesting facts that Bruce Campbell was the last one on board because he was mm-hmm. really concerned about them – putting Ash in it again. Yeah. Because I mean, there can only really be one Ash. You yeah know what I mean? Um
2: Well and I think his argument there was pretty good. Not because yeah. he didn't want to play it, but because he didn't want to see somebody try to like hamming it up yeah. trying to be him and he was like, That's not going to be entertaining. And
0: that's always my um biggest issue if I don't know if you've ever read any of the Eve uh Army of Darkness Evil Dead comics. Yeah. Is the writers in that try to make him too funny and mm-hmm. too silly where he's not really that I don't think they understand the character very well. Yeah. Where he's really just kind of a coward. Um but there was uh, an interesting little, uh, you know, the, the one scene I still think is, it was really fun listening to the commentary, is Rob Tapper and Sam Raimi were getting the dailies back. And uh, they kept on sending notes saying, hey, we're not sure about this. You know, it's taking a long time to get going. And they shot the movie in order. Mm. And so uh, they were sent the dailies of where she's in the room. And she's like, there's something in here with me. And they and they called him up and says this is a fucking brilliant movie. <laughs> and, uh, that, that I mean that scene's super intense yeah. and it's pretty scary. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you haven't seen Evil Dead, you should definitely check it out. It's pretty. It's intense. weird because
2: it's it's not a movie that I think I'm gonna rewatch. You're never a lot. gonna watch
3: it,
0: Cora.
5: Cora's never oh, gonna
2: no. watch it. She does not like
3: scary things. I don't do scary movies like jumpy movies. Mm-hmm. I can do gory movies. See here's
2: and I I would say this is it's not this a jump is scare more movie. gory and and we watching stuff
3: <sighs>
5: than it
2: is anything else like it's not a jump scare movie
3: no she doesn't but like scary like rooms people scary crawling on the floor. like i can't like the whole like it's unrelenting with like yeah. the ring like demons and shit like mm, mm, like demons and possessions and ghosts and mm, yeah. mm, like saw i can watch saw i have no problem with saw
2: Oh, yeah. It's all bullshit. Mm,
3: Ghosts and demons. and mm, Yeah, this movie's uh, hardcore. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh Uh-uh. It's not happening. I like sleeping.
2: But here's the one thing I will say. And it's the reason why I like this movie and hate most horror movies, especially ones that take themselves seriously like this, is that I give a shit. (laughs) Um, They... They do a really good job at... Even in...
3: I don't... Even I don't in even want some things
2: care. that are kind of cliche, I actually give a shit about those people. And I think that Mia is... I, you will see Mia on the top of some of my lists at the end of this year. Okay. Uh, the top. And you can imagine, if it were me, what lists those would be. Sure. But she is fucking badass. See, um,
3: I like. I liked Cabin in the Woods. Yes. Because it's not that scary. That was just amazing. And it's, it's smart.
2: Yeah. Well, this and is...
3: And I like... Like Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Like movies like that I can do. That That is not the point. (laughs) That (laughs) that is not my point. Um You made me forget what I was gonna say.
0: You like Tucker and Dale? I
3: like Tucker and Dale. Oh, and I can do zombie movies now. Yeah. Like I'm getting better at watching zombie movies because I'm obsessed with The Walking Dead. Right. But mm, ghosts? Like did you see the Doctor Who episode with ghosts where there yeah. was the ghost, but it wasn't actually a ghost? Yeah. No. <laughs> I didn't like it. I had a really hard time watching. I was watching girl, it at the night. The girl
2: who was like stuck in a different dimension Wait, and she was moving really slow. I was watching it at yeah. night
3: in my apartment by myself. Dude, I watched The was Evil not Dead. not cool. I
2: watched The Evil Dead as I was going to sleep. No! Yeah. no! No, and then I had dreams mm-mm. about, like, messed up stuff. Wait! It was oh weird. My God. No, yeah. I had a
3: whole... No, okay. Yeah, we'll and then talk then I was, like, about that the movie when I tell you what then. I've been watching. We'll and talk about Because I was more. trying
2: to solve the whole count to five problem at the end of that movie of who are the five, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I was trying to solve it in my dream. So I had this dream where, like, the mm-hmm. demon, like, rose up mm-mm. and ripped me his heart out. No. And then he was like, now I got your soul, too. And then I was like, oh, okay, cool. So that's how it makes sense.
0: Yeah, you should really listen to the commentary. I had weird dreams. Because two, they have only one CGI shot in the whole movie. Really, it's it's the
2: hand. No, it's it's not when she cuts the hand off.
0: It's when she turns to the camera and her arm falls off. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Oh no, but, not, I'm sorry. It's when they're shooting the gun at her and they get the hand gets blown off by the shotgun, and she turns and the blood's falling out of her arm. That's oh. the only CGI shot in the movie. What?
2: How is that possible? Because in the scene when. She's got the hand mm-hmm. and it's going
0: bad. It looks like CG. Like it, it has to be CG because her hand is deteriorating. They, uh, they had her against the wall and they had another hand coming through the wall. Yeah, and the hand would just disintegrate. Is all makeup by this lady? What the fuck? And that last shot of Mia walking away and that camera pulls up and it comes back down and the books flapping. They did that all practically. <gasps> I know. And they waited. It's crazy. He was saying they waited till the river flooded. And then went down and shot the river actually flooded. <gasps> right? The river, too? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I am in awe. Uh, listen to the commentary. It's brilliant. Oh, my gosh. It's really See, good. it's
2: shit like that. I cannot love that movie. I, wow, man.
0: And so that makes hate the, you both. the sequel that they're doing even way cooler. I Because they're doing Army of Darkness uh. 2 with Bruce Campbell, Evil Dead 2 with Mia, and then a meetup of Evil uh, Ash and Mia is what they want to do.
2: That would be so cool. That would be badass. And then Ash can, spoilers, then Ash can be like, hey, I made this little girl a uh, uh, machi- uh, uh, chain Chainsaw. saw for you. <laughs> and the curls will be pink. Oh,
0: that'd be sweet. But with, like, <laughs> flames
2: on the side, you know, and on the other hand.
0: Yeah. So also today I went and uh, I, I was supposed to do a delivery for my work and, and a, no, I didn't need to. So I stopped at uh, the movies and I watched The Conjuring. With, oh, uh, yeah. I
3: knew you were going to see that. I knew it.
0: Uh, and it's it's actually really good. Um, huh. It's a true story about paranormal investigators. Bullshit. Ed Warren and... Why did I say bullshit? It's
2: a real story.
0: I said it's based on a true story. Right. You oh, son of a
3: bitch. <laughs> Can you have two true story and paranormal investigators in the same sentence? Yeah. Uh, yeah
0: no, these, these people are the actual paranormal investigators that... Did the Amityville horror? Uh, they're real people. There's yeah. a whole article in one of my entertainment weeklies with a lady, and they have in her house they have this museum of cursed artifacts and. Oh, and that's
3: stuff what like that, that article's about. Yeah, I didn't read it.
0: It's a really interesting article, and uh, in that article they talk about a raggedy angel named Annabelle
3: Mm-mm. who
0: um, is possessed by a demon. Nope. And James is like over there, like, oh, he's so skeptical, but I, but I go to church. <laughs> uh, uh, you dick. Uh, anyways, so, that was mean. Sorry, yeah, that's all right. Uh, it's any, true. Yeah, anyways, it's it just it's it's one of their stories. Now, I'm not saying it's that... More, it's more me rolling my eyes, because I'm like, really? All a demon's got to do is hang
2: out in a raggedy Ann doll? Like, <laughs> it, the, if they if it was real, it's got some shit to do.
0: See, Come James on is uh, doing what he says he never does in movies, where he's starting to judge it without seeing it. No, if, you're, you're if, right. you, if you let me finish what I was talking about... Sorry. Uh, the demons latch on to things, and um, the girls... It's just an opening for the characters. It's a really short part. Oh, see,
2: I thought you were still talking about the museum. Like, yeah. that it was actually, like, a real... Part of the real thing.
0: Oh, no. So that's why I was no, confused. The museum's real. Yeah. But anyway, so they, they, they're they introducing these characters, and uh, the husband is a demonologist, and his wife is a clairvoyant. And her, his wife says, a lot of times it's actually not ghosts. They're demons that latch onto things. And the girls, by saying that the... The demon lied to the girls and said, I'm a little girl who died in this, ho- uh, this apartment. And they said, well, you can live in this doll. And the doll just is really evil. And it's really, it was fun watching the movie because I read the interview with the lady and um, she was talking about that Annabelle doll in the interview. And so mm. it's like a central thing in this movie. In the movie, they made the Annabelle doll a lot creepier. I don't know why these girls would hang on to this doll. But, uh, <laughs> like a Raggedy Ann doll, I can see a girl's having, but this doll was like one of those porcelain 1920 dolls that has, like, cracks all over its face. Nope. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and then it goes into the real part of the movie with Ron Livingston. Um, he's a father. What's a lady's name? Like uh, Lily Vera Farmiga? No, Vera oh. Farmiga plays the clairvoyant. Um, um, Lily Taylor? I the one that's
2: in the, the trailer? Yeah. Shoot. Lily
0: Tomlin? Yeah, yeah. Is it? I don't think no. it's Tallman.
2: No, it's not, not Lily really Tallman.
0: So, anyways, anyway, yeah. uh, their family moves into this house, and uh, right away they start experiencing paranormal stuff. Um, what's really cool about this movie, though, is it's shot like it's a 1970s movie. It has really mm. cool um, camera tricks where it'll, if the camera's really far away, then it'll zoom in on somebody. Um, it's a really uh, well-shot, well-made movie. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty freaky at parts that I saw it with maybe like ten other people, and there was parts where people were like screaming. It was is it was really interesting. I've I've haven't been in a horror movie where that's happened in a long time, where they're just, like, yeah. um, and I mean they're just. And of course they are always skeptical. And there's actually actually a really cool scene in it where uh, these people ask him to go over and investigate see if their house is haunted. And he goes in there and says, no, no, no. You just have a loose floorboard. And when water runs through your pipes, it makes this moaning sound. And, and he says, most of the times, people, um, it's fake. And uh, and then it just builds up from there. And Vera Farmiga is really good at it. Cool. Um, she, she plays a damaged clairvoyant that she's too scared to do it again. And there's there's actually some pretty scary parts in it. Um, if you like scary movies, it's a slow build up, But I think you should go see it. Um, yeah. I always really liked that trailer. Yeah. I thought that trailer was really good. Uh, the trailer, too, you know, with the hands clapping. Yeah. What makes it creepy is they're playing hide and clap. I've never even heard of it. But Neither have you, you blindfold It's, like, it's like Marco Polo, but in a house. Yeah, you blindfold somebody, and you, you get a clap three times. They have to try to find you. And uh, so the the ghosts kind of, or are they ghosts? They, or they, demons they, in a doll. They uh, they play with, uh, you know, the and it's, it's a really, it's a fascinating story. Um, cool. Yeah, if you like horror stuff, uh, there's some pretty freaky parts in it. Um, uh, my only drawback is is a lot of times with those Haunted House movies, they always try to do like the jump scares constantly. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's not scary because um, the way – I think it's because I've seen so many horror movies. I know how when cameras move a certain way that I'm used to it. Yeah. But what uh, James Wan, who directed this, he, he was actually pretty smart with it, is he would move the camera like you'd expect it. And then he'd move it back and nothing would still be there. And then he'd move it again and nothing would be there and the scene would end. And so he played with people a little bit because when it did happen, there's some little uh, jump scares there that were cool. pretty effective. So if and what was crazy is rated R, but I could swear there was no cussing, there was hardly any blood. So my guess is just because it's too intense for children yeah. is why it's rated R. Shit's not for kids. It's not. I would not take a child to see that movie.
3: Nightmares. Yeah, they would have nightmares.
0: And the last thing I watched, I actually saw with Brad. Um, we saw VH, vhs H S two this uh uh this week and as uh, as a continuation we saw vhs one um last Last year year. yeah Uh, that turned around fast huh has anybody seen vhs here no but
3: i've seen that it's on netflix uh yeah it's
0: it's it's a a horror anthology yeah it's a horror anthology and they always do it from a point of view of somebody filming yeah um and the the setup is is there's a source, some sort of haunted house, and they go in there, and there's a bunch of VHS tapes, and people put them in and watch them.
3: Why would you do that?
0: <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> that's, that's one of our biggest issues with the movie. Yeah. Um, and in this one, it's... Why are these people breaking into this house? They're looking for a, a missing kid?
4: Yeah, they're, the one guy's a private investigator, and his, the kid missing kid's mom hires him to go find... Uh, that's right. the kid and so first he goes to where the last place the kid was supposed to be was his apartment I guess
0: yeah, yeah. that's right you're right
4: um, and as soon as they walk in there's just like a big stack of uh, TV monitors and then some tapes lying around And um, the one girl happens to know that something about there's a sequence you have to play him in yeah. she, does, she knows some kind of backstory on the VHS thing
0: um, so the, you, each one is, is shot by a different horror director um, it's an anthology uh, what was the first one? God, I can't even remember.
4: The, one. Uh, the no. first one was Adam Wingarden. it was the 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 eye thing. The oh yeah, that one was kind of lame.
0: Uh, my wife saw this. This guy gets an eye implant, and he can see um, ghosts with it. But the the story didn't make very much sense because just the they yeah they also s- they said that just because you can see them doesn't mean and or if you take out the eye doesn't mean they're going to go away. But why was he seeing him in the first place? I don't. I and don't why
4: after th- if they've been if they're all the time, why are they only now yeah. attacking him? Apparently, they always attack because the one girl who shows up, you know, ha- yeah. has been dealing with him too.
0: Because he meets a girl who had an ear implant so she can hear, and then she says, "There's only one way you can take your mind off this is focus on me." And she starts fucking him. Yeah, and you're like, wait, what? So
3: my thought when you said that there was a room full of like video monitors is either the VHSs are Horror, scary shit, or it's porn. Yeah. So in this first one, it's both.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <I> so. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I
4: guess. so. yeah, I guess so. Yeah. An excuse to pull some tits out.
0: Yeah, and then I mean, <laughs> and then the overarching story is, I mean, they they do the cliche thing of someone leans leans forward in frame, and then they back up, and there's something creepy behind them, like stalking them. Uh, the second one I actually thought was kind of, I, I actually did kind of like the second one, despite the not a Not quite average effects of it. It was a zombie one, where uh, this guy is riding his bike and he gets attacked by a zombie, and he has a camera on his head, so he becomes a zombie. So you're seeing him attack people through his camera. That's neat. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting in that one. Um, I don't like how it ended, though. The zombie one. Yeah, because he had he was he He, realized he was a zombie and he didn't like it or something. He's
4: basically a mindless zombie, and then all of a sudden, like uh, him remembering his girlfriend. Snaps him back into like having a conscience. Yeah, and so he takes his own life. Spoiler alert.
0: Yeah, spoilers. But uh, you know, there's a lot of gunshots to the head in this movie.
4: In just that one, or the <laughs> like, whole thing? In,
0: the, in VHS, yeah, the whole thing.
4: Well, yeah, like the fourth one is. <laughs> yeah, the suicide um, pact.
0: Was that the fourth one? Or was the third one then?
4: Um,
0: was the zombie one the third one? Am I missing one?
4: I think you're missing the second one. I think the zombie one was the third one. What was um, the second
0: one? Can't remember. Forgettable, either. apparently. Yeah,
4: totally forgettable. Uh, Laura. Just completely forgettable. Yeah.
0: Uh is it the
4: the cult one? The cult one was no, the fourth one, right? Fourth one, and then the yeah. fifth one was party? Slum- oh, yeah, the, uh, Slumber Party. Yeah, Alien Slumber Party.
0: Alien Slumber Party.
4: Yeah, the second one.
0: Anyways, uh so uh the the other w- next one is these people are uh, infiltrating this uh cult and uh while they're in the cult, they're trying to figure out like the the leader, and he supposedly rapes children in this cult, and they're trying to expose him as a rapist of children. And it turns out he's not; <laughs> um, he's uh, crazy, a crazy occult leader. And it basically deals with the devil, and
4: he conjures up the devil. He
0: conjures up the devil, and which, is, it,
4: which is a guy in like a goat mask. <laughs> yeah, it's not very good. Yeah, and at the end, uh, uh, the last guy who escapes. Gets uh, chased down by this like goat demon thing, and uh, flips his car over. And then when he like crawls out of the car, like the goats on top of the car like it's the camera is has fallen out of the car, so it's yeah. watching him him crawl out. And then of course the goat things above him, and the, like the guy can start, you know, like hear the snorting of the goat who's above him. And then he just kind of goes, "Daddy," and then <laughs> yeah. that's the end of it. And it's like that's kind of like... Because did it's you look his it up,
0: girlfriend he fucked, and it was relooking it up, James? Oh yeah. Mm. We didn't miss one. There's only four? Yeah. yeah. There's only four and then well, and then there's the overarching story there like, right. oh. And then we were watching it and the, actually the alien one I thought was pretty cool. Until it's, a, they it's
4: intense, but whenever the lights were on too the aliens, bright on the yeah. aliens, it's it's like guys in spandex.
0: Yeah, so the <laughs> so they looked goofy, but there was pretty cool parts where they're being like ripped yeah. out of the house and the dog dies is sad. Dog, dog Falls out of the sky, Aww. smashes his head open. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. Um else dies too, though, so. Yeah, well they get abducted. Um, but overall, like to me, it was just more of the same. Like yeah. all, all the reviews were saying, like, oh, it's better than the first one. They really improved on all the deficiencies of the first one. But t- for me, it just seemed like more of the same and also less. Because yeah. I, there was like nine or eight or nine in yeah. the first well, one. Well,
0: too, in the f- I thought the first one, the first story with the succubus was really good because um, it's a little creepy and different. And yeah. then the last haunted house on one, ass one was yeah, really interesting. the one, yeah, because the effects were really
4: good. Um, um,
0: but if you like horror anthologies, you might enjoy it.
4: Yeah. But, yeah, you're not going to see any life-changing stuff.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, and there's, like, there's weird weird excuses for cameras, and again, yeah. and um, the overarching story about, like, so the girl, each time she watches a video, like, it messes her up, like she'll have a nosebleed or something. And then before the oh, f- fourth weird. one, she he the guy comes back from, like, searching the house, finds her passed out. Dead or something. And, like, his reaction is pretty much just like, what's her name? Whatever, girl. Girl. Yeah. Girl, what's the matter? Are you okay? Like, she's clearly, like, <laughs> Dead. passed out on the floor. Doesn't bother to check for a pulse. Just, like, kind of kneels next to her and, like, starts prodding her. Like, are you okay? What's. Are you... Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, man, this is horrible. And then he just looks over and, like, sees a tape, picks it up, and then puts it in. <laughs> yeah. It's. Like, 911, anyone? <laughs> Anybody? It's really bizarre. Yeah. His motivation was pretty, pretty lame.
0: Brad, what else you watched this week?
4: Oh me, I'd rather. Okay, Mine um, will be brief. Um, I that was it was that that and then I watched Arrested Development season four. Nice. Started watching it, so it's not done yet. But uh, it's, it might be my favorite season because it's so <laughs> like wh- I can't imagine writing this that this season. It's so interconnected and uh, it's crazy. But mm-hmm. I'll talk more about it when I'm done with it. So I'll pass it on to our guests.
0: Cora, what did you watch this week?
3: Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, recently, probably last weekend, I finished both season one of Hannibal and Bates Motel. Nice. Oh, right.
2: That's a heck of a weekend. Which oh, there's somebody here I can talk about Hannibal with.
3: Yes. <gasps> and I had lunch with one. I actually had lunch with one of my professors from school who I hadn't seen in a couple years. What did
2: he feed you?
3: <laughs> it's a she. And we went to a Thai restaurant.
2: Oh, she didn't cook for you? Okay. No. Good. <laughs> yeah, don't let Don't let people
1: cook for you. But
3: we had super... Well, she's one of the only people I know besides you who's watched it. Yeah. And she is an English professor. Yeah. And so her and I sat down, and she's done dissertations on all of the Hannibal stuff. Yeah. And so her and I sat down and talked about it of, like, okay, this is where it starts. This is how where the first season ends. Like, how are they going to get to, like, this other point that yeah. they want to get to in the show? Yeah. Um, And then we talked about the super, like, fun like w- weird homoerotic undertone between will and hannibal and all that fun yeah. stuff um but yeah hannibal was great super gory which as we've stated i don't have a problem with yeah. um very creative with the gore which was super fun
2: and and like deconstructive and of
1: mm-hmm.
3: that genre and like it's super th- smart i watch cry like i don't watch crime dramas but i'll watch right. bones i like bones right yeah um, and Fringe was that way for the first few seasons. It was like, a deconstructive, weir- was a crime drama weird yeah. thing. Um, so it was cool to see something that was different.
2: And it's, it's crazy that they, they wrote in basically a an explanation for cutting from one scene to another. Like the fact that a character can show up somewhere yeah. and not know how they got there or... Mm-hmm why they're there and that whole thing it's such a part of that kind of a crime drama where suddenly in order to move the plot forward we have to suddenly be at the next place where the next thing happens right and there is an excuse for that in the show and it's re- it's so meta and aware of what that genre does that's it's crazy impressive that oh man the way it's written time, the well, way
3: it's filmed the, the actors are fantastic
2: Every time that Will wakes up in a murder scene, oh, I'm just like, oh, my God, this is so fucked up. Oh, man. Yes. And yeah. I'm
3: like, why is he there? Like, yeah. I didn't like the end. Yeah? I support you burning NBC down if they didn't do a second season. Oh, yeah. Oh, because yeah. Because I'm like, no, there has to be a resolution to this. Yeah. Because he's great. Like, there has to be a resolution to this. So Hannibal was great. I still don't know how I feel about Bates Motel because I think Bates Motel, I don't know which one freaked me out more.
0: I love Bates Motel. <sighs> yeah. yeah? I thought it was really clever. And the acting in it's...
3: Question? Yes. Uh, Do
6: you know about Hannibal? Um, is it based off the Thomas Harris novel series? It's based off of a very, very small portion of it. Okay, because I love those. But I haven't watched it.
3: No, you should watch the show. The show's really good. Like, it's a re- it's a legit show. I was impressed. Because I only watched it because... James has been ranting and raving about it, so I'm like, fine, because all my seasonal shows are over. Right. I was like, okay, I have to watch something, Um, because I needed to not be obsessed with Eureka because it's gotten really bad.
2: Yeah, that show's not good.
3: I started. Colin, Colin
2: Ferguson, though, great guy. I started seeing four.
3: And I was like, what the fuck's going on?
2: Oh, yeah. They rebooted it. It was crazy.
3: Right. And it's terrible. Yeah.
2: I mean, it wasn't great before, but it's really bad now. So it's
3: like, OK, now I got to watch something else. So I watched all of that. I watched all of Bates Motel, Um, which was interesting. I want to know where they're going with it. Like, they're sh- they're They're obvious with oh, okay this is where the taxidermy thing comes from mm-hmm. this is where all of this other stuff comes from and the only thing that i don't like about it is that they revealed really early that what was going on with norman and so it's almost like oh, okay well now we know what's going on with norman and it's kind of a little bit easier now to pick out what's real and what's not that Mm -hmm. he's hallucinating and what he's not hallucinating. Mm -hmm. And so I'm kind of, I'm intrigued with what they would do with it next season to keep it interesting. Yeah. And obviously they killed off Mike Vogel so he could go beyond under the dome, which is also (laughs) a weird show, which I've been watching. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm I'm on board to watch Hannibal and Bates Motel second seasons just to see where they're going because there's a point A, which is where the shows are, and there's a point B, which is where the movies are. And just for sheer like staying with canon of stuff and being obsessed with the idea of canon, I want to know how they get from point A to point B. Yeah.
2: I think Bates Motel is less tied to that than Hannibal is. Right. Hannibal is definitely trying to exist in that world, whereas mm-hmm. Bates Motel is using it as a, as a springboard more than it is – uh, promising to eventually get to that place. Or sure. Or at least promising to get to thematically the same place.
3: Right. Because um, he's so young. I yeah, mean, it would take exactly. forever. Right. Like to get so Freddie Highmore to, <laughs> to 35 or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. I can't um, watch that much of that show. Yeah. So. Do you like Under the Dome? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I like it. I don't think I do. I want them to be cannibals. Um. I want the. I think they resu- I think that's what the book is.
2: I want that show to n- not be on network television.
3: <laughs> it would be better. Yeah. They if would have it, more freedom to it make it if more If it didn't look like it was sh-
2: shot, like, by an imbecile. Um, eh, I'm not super. really. Critical it's really like plain. That, that show is really plain. Even Jack Bender can't make it better. <sighs> yeah. Straight up. It's boring.
3: I want them to do something. Yeah. Like, there's this underlying mystery of what's going on with the oil, blah, 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 blah. But I don't care. And it's like, well, there's nothing else interesting going on, except yep. there's a dome. It's, okay, cool. Make something happen.
2: It feels have, like it, have
3: someone <laughs> kill somebody.
2: It feels like they, ca- they they casted it with all the washouts from Eureka. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. That is the same cop lady, isn't it? No. Well, she looks like she could have been She on looks Eureka. like the same cop lady. Yeah.
3: So, yeah. I don't know. Under the Dome is fine. I'll watch it because I'm bored because nothing else is on TV. But, I don't know. I've been um, watching Eureka.
5: You also watched what for the first time? Hot Fuzz. Oh, yeah. We watched uh-huh. Hot Fuzz oh, for dude. the first time the other day. Man. And I good. really
3: liked it. It was good. Um, I want to watch Shaun of the Dead, which I've never seen.
5: Whoa! I, whoa. I know, I know. Oh, I, snap.
2: How did you start with Hot Fuzz? Because... What we had at the Yeah, house. we
5: don't have Shaun of the Dead, shockingly, and it's huh. not on Netflix.
2: Oh, wow, yeah.
3: So we watched so Hot we Fuzz. That.
2: But yeah, you got to get all, all ready before the... Right. The Cornettos trilogy ends. Yep. Yeah. No,
3: that's exactly the motivation behind it, is because that last, um... The World's End. The World's End looks really good. hmm and I like all of those actors like yeah. I've seen all of them in other things and it's just like I had never seen those movies so. and it's
2: pretty clear from the trailer that a lot of the jokes in that movie are going to be hey remember this joke
3: <laughs> right and so you have to know the other movie Right. Exactly. so um, yeah and since we've been watching so much zombie stuff because Michael hadn't seen Walking Dead season 3 so we started Walking Dead season 3 again so we're watching that um, which has been awesome again because especially when I know everything that's happening, and he's like, "Oh my god, they killed that person!" I'm like, "Yeah, just wait, <laughs> just wait, <laughs> she see wants what to happens." Give
1: spoilers
2: next. so bad,
5: <laughs> and everything he's the like happens.
3: number one person who's like, "Don't spoil it for me," yeah. and I'm like, "Damn it!" So the whole Even time you
2: you sit there and when you know it's coming. You just like squeeze together and stare at him. Right. Wanna, and then he also. <laughs> <And it> drives <laughs> me nuts. <laughs>
5: yeah. It
3: drives him crazy. And the other thing is, he's seen the end of Game of Thrones season three.
2: Yeah, it's a piece of
5: shit.
3: But he hasn't seen like the whole <laughs> season of Game of Thrones season three. Yeah. I like, but Game, of we like Game of Thrones. <laughs> we like Game of Thrones. i the first so season. I, the thought the fuck
0: it, up. I thought it was pretty good. James is, you know, we oh you know how James feels about it.
3: Yeah, I like. It's fun. It's good. I'm glad you like it. It's pretty lighthearted. I mean, (laughs) compared to Hannibal. Because Hannibal is semi-real. I'm like, this shit could happen. Where Game of Thrones, I'm like, this isn't real. It's scary. No, the conversation I was having with my professor was the light fair right now, because everything else is so intense, is watching True Blood. (laughs) <laughs> like that's the lighter fare and yeah. i spent probably 20 minutes i was watching an episode of true blood i was halfway through it i had to we had to go do something and i wanted to come back and finish the episode we had to go meet up with friends or something and i came back i was like no i have to finish my episode of true blood and so i started watching the second half of these he's like what is going on so i took about 20 minutes to explain pretty much seasons one through five. Oh. No. Um, To get him to understand. And at, fir- and at
2: first, if you, were, if you were like me, at first you were like, this sounds awesome. And then somebody said fairies and you went, wait, what? That, yes, I had that exact reaction. Yeah. <laughs> that was going to be my next question is, has that show gotten better since? Because I fell off in season like four or something. There's Whenever, a, there's I
3: lost the witches fairy, season and then I was done. There's a half fairy, half vampire. Oh, That's f-
5: where you lost me.
3: Uh, Who is the vampire who killed Sookie and Jason's parents.
2: Oh my god, this is like...
3: They introduce their great-grandfather, the King of the Fairies, <laughs> who the Vampire Fairy then kills. Did you say King of the <laughs> Fairies? Yeah. And, then, and then, And then the, the half-vampire, half-fairy gives Jason some of his blood because Jason dies. All right. Now I, now I got to start he on has this, he has this, And then Jason starts having sexy dreams about this dude, half-vampire.
1: Oh and, my it's just, God. and
3: there's a vampire internment camp where they're like doing tests on them, <gasps> and it's just I—it's lighter okay. fare because I can sit and I can watch it and I can laugh at it. See, like I'm, it's I funny might have to because re- it it's
2: pretty stupid. ridiculous. I might have to pick that up again because that sounds like the kind of stupid fucking Twilight oh no, it, shit I would love. No, it's where, stupid, which is shit. a shame because I really love the first like two seasons of 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 of, 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 of uh, True Blood as like a legitimately good television. Yes, and then they went fucking bat shit.
3: no it's gotten bat shit to the point where you're like oh okay they're just fucking crazy they're just <laughs> writing whatever they can come up with okay and it's just like a roller coaster of of nuts
2: roller coaster of <laughs> nuts <laughs> actually that, that has to be the tagline on the next box set in the of next true couple Blood. episodes it's like a roller coaster of nuts correspondent
3: <laughs> that may be more accurate in they'll the next put that on the back episodes. of the box i'm <laughs> oh, sure oh man so it's been fun. I mean, it's fun to watch. Till Breaking Bad comes back.
5: Till then.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, we're all waiting impatiently.
3: I don't know. We saw. We went and saw Despicable Me 2. Oh, I, that was fun. Um, that was a lot of fun. Which was super fun.
0: James loves the first Despicable Me. I fucking
3: hate it. Yeah, it's good.
0: No I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I know I love it. I no, he legit... I like actually really hate that movie. James <laughs> hates it.
2: No, well, yeah, they, saw the, saw, they saw the
3: second one. We saw the second one. But,
2: uh, yeah, I really don't like the first one. James it's hates okay. it as much as he I, hates
0: living in the city of Lone Tree. What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't live in Lone Tree. Um, What's wrong with Despicable Me 1? I think a big part of it is that they, they made the trailer the first five minutes of that movie. And so by the time... You can't get
3: over that by the end it, of the movie? No, oh
2: Shit. Uh, no, and I—I I really just I, I'd have to watch it again to remember what all I didn't like about it. I, I we, liked the second was one that better. While we were doing this show, did we? Uh, probably mm. not. There's not a, there's not a recording of my ranting, but um, I also really don't like the minions. I think the minions are a symbol of everything that's wrong with <gasps> oh, with kids television. Yeah, that's the min fair. The minions to me are, the minions to me there are the same as the goldfish and the Lorax and countless other things where it's like, hey, here's some shiny bullshit just to distract you. Um, it's nonsense, and it's not really of any weight. Um, Cora, just mouth whatever
0: to you.
3: No, I said, okay, fine. Yeah, and here's um, the thing.
2: I, I appreciate, like, I am the only person who feels this way. Like, I really am, and I, I understand that, and I, everybody loves those movies, but I... I'm yeah, sure you're
3: not, but I think they're eh. super funny... And I pretend yeah. to be an adult most of the time. So I,
2: there are jokes from that first movie. I love I, when he's reading the book to the kids and he says, mm-hmm. this is garbage. You guys like this. I think it's I, I well, use that line all the time because Gru it's is brilliant. great. Yeah, and I Gru think the is character still great,
3: is great because the oldest girl starts dating
1: oh. and
3: her like having a little crush on this other little guy in the movie and how that plays into Gru being a parent. See, that sounds is good. Great. Like, It's great. Maybe I'll take it out. Like, the parenting lessons you can learn from Despicable Me are awesome. Y-
5: that we need an ice beam if we have children?
3: Yes. <laughs> that we need to, yes, because that was, no, the part with the little boy <laughs> is really funny. It's good. Cool. So, I mean, there's different aspects of it, but, yeah, I like the minions, so I think they're funny. I don't know. I think that's about it. That's important.
5: Yeah, nothing else really. That You've
3: been watching weird British TV.
5: Yeah, I've been watching random British TV on Netflix, but nothing like really what? notable. Like uh, what? Midsummer Mysteries? What have I been watching? Going Postal, which is a Terry Pratchett miniseries oh. thing, which is interesting, but uh, it's been kind of on in the background. It
3: has Tywin Lannister in it.
5: Yeah, yeah. He's From got a minor role. It's a little strange, but it's been all right. I
3: cool.
1: don't
5: know. The uh, Another one that's a bunch of... British guys in the future in
0: space. It's got oh, Nick Star Frost in it. <laughs> uh, I just threw a peanut from one side of the room into my m- wife's cleavage. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what she. Yeah, exactly. That's what she said. That's a
5: great shot. Ten points.
3: So cool. yeah, we work a lot. Yeah. So we don't have time to watch a whole lot of stuff.
5: Yeah. I don't know. I think that was pretty good.
3: Tomorrow, we're going to go see Pacific Rim at Alamo yes. Drafthouse. Super great. excited. And I love
5: giant robots. And yeah, then,
3: s- then. then
2: you will love Pacific Rim.
3: <laughs> um, and then on Sunday, I think, before we leave town, because we can't see it in Durango, we're going to go see Much Do About Nothing Oh, jealous. before we head back to Durango. So It's, it's great. We're going to have a big movie weekend this weekend, which is fun.
2: Cool. Yeah. You also write in and tell us what you thought of it? Yes. We'll do. No, we yeah. will. Just
3: like anyone at home can
2: write in and tell us what they thought of something.
3: Mm-hmm. Especially when people disagree with them. They're male. It's really funny because then they start yelling at your email. (laughs) (laughs) And it's amusing. That's why Dan doesn't write it anymore. (laughs) Oh, BTW? Caligula? Like, for reals? You thought her name was Caligula? Isn't it? No! Which one is it? It's Calypso. Calypso, that's right. No, we were listening to the episode where you're talking about Pirates of the Caribbean 3, which I just watched last weekend. Like the
2: John Denver song. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> Which I saw, I saw Pirates of the Caribbean nine times in the theater. The third one, really? nine times. I paid to see that movie nine Not times surprised. in the theater. I'm obsessed with Pirates of the Caribbean three. I don't really? know why. I can't explain it. Part of it is really? the beginning of that movie. Like I saw the be- it's like great. with the opening of the movie. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is the best fucking movie I've ever seen. <laughs> And
2: I love hanging kids
3: <laughs> Well, because it's don't so it's so intense. Yeah. It's so like they start that movie and you're like, OK, I'm in it. Like, I'm good. I got this. And then the whole movie, like, I don't care that they spend 15 minutes with Johnny Depp being crazy because I love Johnny Depp being crazy. Yep. I loved Lone Ranger, by the mm-hmm. way. Loved Lone Ranger. I have a hard time with some of the really heavy handedness of it because they're handling a lot of serious shit. And yeah. if you take kids to see that movie, you have to explain some of the shit to them. Yeah. Like, you have to explain how Native Americans were treated to them. Because that, that, that movie was bananas. But yeah. the action was fun. And the characters were fun. I love Army Hammer. So, I'm good with that in Pirates 3. But no, her name is Calypso. Right. And I wrote Caligula on my hand <laughs> when we were listening <laughs> so to it in the car. So, I could you. remember to yell at you for calling her Caligula. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. what the fuck?
2: Uh, yeah, they're the same <laughs> name. the are weird names. Start with a C. <sighs> Whatever.
3: So, anyways. But you're
2: right. I should have. I should have like hummed that John Denver song in my head and been like, "Oh, that that was the name."
3: There was something else I w- that I had an issue with in that episode, but I don't remember what it is now. Because we just listened to it on the way here.
0: Nah, I don't remember.
3: Or we listen to it again. I had already listened to
0: it. You pissed her off so much, James. She listened to you twice.
3: <laughs> well, we hadn't, I hadn't heard that episode yet because that was last week's episode. I hadn't heard that one yet. But there was something else when we were going through Del Norte that I got all ran, ranting and ravey.
5: <laughs> There's always something. I don't know. Accurate.
2: He was tuning you out. Or you were asleep.
3: Well, both of those things happened. It was more I made a comment when we were going through South Fork that at some point in time, I want to find an episode where I want to yell at you guys because of what you're saying cool. and like commentary the episode <laughs> on the voicemail. Oh, mail. that would be <laughs> awesome.
5: Real Nerds episodes with core commentary. Quarantary. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh. Stuart, Co- get away from there. commentary?
2: Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what somebody dies of every now and then.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I had a massive Quarantary. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah, so that's what we've been watching. Cool. Yeah. Yep.
2: It's everything we've been watching. James, not a lot. Uh, newsroom came back this week, um, and I—they walk
0: down halls and talk.
2: Yeah, they did. Uh, and it, but the difference is they're clearly setting something <laughs> up, and I just didn't. This episode did not get me back where I was at the end of last season, where I was like, oh man, the show is great. Uh, instead, I'm more like, oh okay, you're doing something weird, and like the one girl cut her hair, um, and so I'm just not. <laughs> I don't love it yet. No, it's true. Like that's a plot point. It's like, oh, that girl cut her hair. Oh, okay. Because uh, she like went to Africa or something, and somebody did something Olivia bad. Olivia Munn. No no no, uh uh Allison Pill. Got it. Yeah. Um she shows up again and like she cut all her hair and like people broke up with other people and it's just a big span of time is happening and they're going back and like telling that story and it's just kinda weird. Um but I'm sure that as it really gets its you know, gears rolling then it's it's gonna pick up. Uh the big thing I watched this week other than Evil Dead, obviously, was I saw Smashed. The Mary Elizabeth Winstead movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. About oh, you're al- looking that you couldn't rent? Yeah. If you go onto Amazon, you can buy the movie on Amazon Prime, like digitally, but you can't rent it. Which means you have to know that in the future you will want to watch the movie about alcoholism multiple times. Okay. Um, I, I will say this. I wish I had seen this before I saw Flight last year because I think this might be the better here's a movie about how hard it is to be an alcoholic movie. Uh, no, straight up. This is the better movie about alcoholism. Say it's for not sure. that hard. Flight's horrible. Um, but, aw. Um, the uh, Basically, it's a story where Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Aaron Paul, who plays Jesse in Breaking Bad, um, they're married and they're both alcoholics, but she is really worse. She's um she's a school teacher and she's at the point where like she will wake up in weird places like under bridges and stuff. Uh, and she you know
3: And then she has to be at school to yeah. teach children? Yeah. Um oh,
2: okay. and like it starts with uh this isn't much of a spoiler, but in the first like scene or so she gets to school, like she wakes up, she's like drinking in the shower and she naked? No. Um and <laughs> Brian's out and he's like, No, nope, I'm done. I'm done. Um but she gets to school and as she's teaching, like she's one of those like really bubbly, high energy teachers. Zoe Dishum. Uh, no not like Chanel um, but she she's doing that and teaching the kids like how to spell short words because it's like little kids like elementary school like two second graders or something uh, and then she throws up in front of the class um, because she's been drunk uh, and the kids the one of the kids is like M- you know miss whatever are you pregnant and she straight up goes yes and lie- lies to a bunch of little kids, lies to the principal, and goes home sick. In quotes that day, um, when she's actually just hungover, but because now the principal thinks that she's pregnant.
3: Does she have to get pregnant? No.
2: It, oh my! Yeah, it's a slapstick comedy where then she gets really <laughs> drunk and just bangs a lot of dudes, nice. trying to get pregnant to hide her lies. Okay, no, I would watch that not. movie. No, it's actually she just totally the, like that, along with some other like really bad experiences because she's drunk. Is the breaking point, and she just she like gets into AA uh, through meeting some people, and she gets better. And How so does the story she
3: explain not having a child in nine months?
2: Um, that's a part of the movie that I don't want to spoil. Like, there is a point at which she has to deal. Uh, all right, she she basically as uh, as a part of her getting better, she I'm has not to see this movie. I want to. She know has what okay, then I'll spoil it. Uh, she has to go and and tell people like, well, for one, it oh, starts. It. It's even worse. There is a scene where. One of the kids asks her why she's not getting fatter because when her mom got pregnant, she got <laughs> real fat um and then and she says like well i'm i'm not having I'm not pregnant anymore." and then they all think that she killed the baby, and they keep saying it that like they're you know and then they she basically like parents call the principal and are like, "My kid came home and said that the teacher is killing babies in class <laughs> um again, not a comedy. I'm telling it in a funny way." Uh, and then she gets called to the principal's office and she has to admit that, like, Got I yeah. made it up and I was drunk. And, like, it's a part of her, you know, sort of life tearing down. Why did she just
0: say she miscarried?
2: Um, uh, no, she tries to, but the mm-hmm. kids don't really get it. Um, she tries to, like, she even says, like, it's called a miscarriage and this is, but it doesn't matter. Gotcha. Like, the kids are already. So like, she just messed keeps up lying to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. She kept lying to them at that point and then she ends up admitting it. Um, but the movie is really about how when somebody goes through that, um, they have to change a lot of aspects of their lives, and sure. it's about the way that it strains her relationship with Aaron, with her husband, uh, and where that goes. And I think that's really good. It feels like a very realistic, grounded movie. There's nobody doing coke to try and get off of their being drunk. Um, you know, all of that stuff is gone. There is no big. Oh, I landed a crazy plane. It really is just an everyday like somebody who is an alcoholic would have these problems. Um, maybe not be quite as pretty as her, but still. Um, yeah, it, it, it just was really you're pretty good. pretty
0: doesn't mean you don't have problems. Oh, b- bullshit. Ask the dude from Glee. Oh, you can't.
3: Oh! Whoa, oh! oh! <laughs> blow.
1: blow. Oh,
3: fuck. I was so sad.
2: Dude.
3: So sad. That's, oh, that's the worst
2: thing that's ever been said on their show. <laughs> <laughs>
5: like, and with... <laughs>
3: Oh
1: my
5: god. I was
0: like heartbroken. Yeah? Well, <gasps>
3: he's the only legit character, was the only legit oh. character on the show. Don't do drugs. Is that what happened? I didn't read that. Heroin he and alcohol. Yeah, it was oh, an accident, yeah. but he OD'd on heroin and, al- and booze. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't do drugs. That's fucked up.
3: But, like, I mean, Finn, a lot of my the character Finn, gone. was one of the only. So, really funny story, just briefly. My boss at the newspaper, a heroin a addict. <laughs> no, I was sitting at Off my desk door. eating crackers, talking to another coworker, and he opens his door. He's like, "Cora," and I'm like, "I'm eating cracker. What? What? I'm eating <laughs> a cracker." And so then he, said he like time. walks in his office, and so I get up and I follow him into his office, and he's like, "I'm sure you saw this yesterday," and like the headline with Corey's face is on his computer. And I'm like, yeah, I saw it yesterday. He's like, my wife just emailed this to me. I don't know what they're gonna do with this. Sh- if I'll be able to watch it anymore. And he's like, 48, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, like VP of advertising at a newspaper.
0: Yeah, maybe the op- maybe the opening scene of the next season <gasps> should be boys to men, end of the road. Oh, yeah, did I just break everybody's heart. Good. boss. Do you
3: need day off? Right. Oh my god, I wish I could have gotten the day off for that. <laughs> But yeah, we talk about Glee and Zombies. If you just thrown and up vampires. and told him
2: that you were pregnant, I think he would have let you go home.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: anyway, I just got puke at work. Huh? I don't. I don't
3: want to tell Paul that I'm pregnant. People that I work with might listen to this, and this is that's terrifying.
2: Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, anyway, I, I highly <laughs> recommend Smash. You should see it. Um, and that's everything I watched. Super fun commercial time. Hello, real nerds, listeners. I'm Mac.
7: And I'm IdiotChillix.
4: And we're here to tell you to visit SprixisDomain.com.
2: Why should you visit SprixisDomain.com?
7: Well, duh, it's simple. If you like farts and cartoons and bad words and stuff, you should definitely visit SprixisDomain.com.
2: How do you spell that address, I see? What? I
7: don't know. Fucking S-something. I I don't know. I'm, I'm in continent. I have no idea.
2: Fine, I'll do it.
4: S-P- H E sure. R X S D Oh God! Oh, God. Sure, X- the whole thing out?
2: Oh, S.
7: Just say the domain part. I don't want to be here all night. Jesus! Is it getting more of a complicated website name? Stupid assholes, first. Jesus.
2: Anyway,
4: visit our website where you can read about all the funny adventures of seven aliens struggling to live together in an abandoned warehouse in Denver.
7: Well, what? That's it. What? It doesn't say anything about my crazy hijinks or... antics or... <sighs> ...Ridiculous.
1: Nope.
4: That's all Sperk's wrote down.
7: Well, that doesn't sound funny at all. But you know what does sound funny? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, gross. Oh, man. I'm oh, hungry God. again.
7: Oh, it's so disgusting. Oh. Smerx is gonna be pissed when he sees what you did to his office. Hey, what are you guys doing in my office? It smells like puking farts in here. Go to SmerxDomain.com. Bye!
4: Smerx'sDomain.com.
2: For barbecue that can't be beat, try Birdman Barbecue Sauce. Available and original and spicy. These robust, full flavor sauces have the awesome power to kick your taste buds in their face. And for that smoke and taste on everything you eat, try a new Birdman Smoke and Rub. Caution! Meat left unrubbed may suffer from flavor performance anxiety. You can pick up Birdman Barbecue at local area Ace Hardware stores, Ruff's Barbecue in Golden, and the Danny Cash Hot Shop Off-Broadway. You can also like us on Facebook at Birdman BBQ.
0: My man spider sense is tingling.
2: Hey, look, it's man spider.
0: How's it going, true believers? When I'm swinging through Colorado and I need comic books, I head to Arvada, Colorado, to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics.
1: Oh no, the teal troll is attacking me.
0: My son's in danger. Will no one help him? Oh no, it's man spider. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics, the whips, the competition, with great deals on back issues. 50% off, hold slot, 20% off list price. You want sports memorabilia? They got that too. Where are you going,
4: Man Spider? The Teal Troll still has my son.
0: Here's webbing your eye. Oh no! I'm bested by Man Spider again. So visit 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado, and tell them the real nerd sent you. It's real news. Hey, do we have any real news this week?
2: <laughs> hardly. Fucking hardly. There's really... Actually, straight up, other than the the one thing that you just broke by <laughs> your your horrible, horrible joke, Um, that's really it. Uh, uh, Comic-Con is going on right now. So far, there's not a lot of news coming out. It probably won't break until the weekend, if there's anything.
0: Sentinels and X-Men. That's cool.
2: Yeah. Sentinels were in the last... They're X Men Three too. I mean, uh, no, they were in grand.
0: the Danger Room, so that really wasn't a Sentinel. Whatever. <sighs> yeah. Just saying.
2: Oh no, I I understand what you're saying, <laughs> um, but it, again, that's not like it's not news. It's not
0: the kind of news we would talk about. Well, maybe know? I want to talk about it.
2: Oh, okay. Do you want to talk about it? No. Are we are we doing <laughs> real news or are we going to do box office numbers first?
0: Yeah, we do box office numbers too. This is the box office stats. Um. The movie we saw last week was not the number one movie. Oh, my God. I hate America. It was beaten by Grown Ups 2 and by Despicable Me 2. Which I can understand Despicable
2: Me 2. It's a family movie. But it's in its second week. It's the fucking people went out to see the movie where Adam Sandler gets peed on by a horrible, horrible CG deer. And, like, that's that's how they're selling the movie. That's not, like... a Funny thing that's thrown in that nobody was expecting. Like, it's in the trailer because they think that's going to draw you Why in. Why is this
0: deer peeing on me? <laughs> oh. Obviously, oh it
2: works. All right, I take it back. If that line of dialogue's in the movie, I'll see it. If he actually responds, Why is this happening? Oh, that would be great.
0: Man. <laughs> I, I love w- Adam Sandler. I, I won't see says. that movie. I don't
2: know how people went and saw that more than Pacific Rim. I don't because get Pacific it. Because
0: Pacific Rim's a hard sell. By the way, it did 41 million, Sick Rim did 32. Um, because you're dealing with a really close you're dealing with a really specific audience where I yes. mean I think everybody should love seeing monsters beat up robots. I think that sounds really cool to me. they should um but unfortunately, not everybody feels that way, like my wife or other suburban white ladies,
3: whoa, but they wanna watch. Adam Sandler get pissed on by a fake deer? Maybe this, they do. See, this
2: is my thinking. Like, I think I my
0: wife's going to yell at me after the show. She keeps wanna, on looking <laughs> at me like I'm an asshole.
2: I don't want to live on this planet anymore if more people want to watch Adam Sandler get peed on.
0: Oh, my th- God. Why is this deer peering on me? <laughs> 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 oh,
2: Adam Sandler needs to call into the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. I just... Uh, that
0: needs to happen. James Hart, I make $20 million a movie. Fuck you!
2: <laughs> He's living out the sad sack of a career that he has in Funny People. Funny like, People is so great. Like, he, if he he should make a fucking movie where his head is Whoa. plastered onto a baby. Not
3: just
0: a movie, a fucking movie.
2: Yeah, no, he should. Like, that's Why how bad his Adam career Sandler. is. Getting. Does he
0: really, Does he really offend you? No, that
2: much? I love Adam Sandler. I hate Adam Sandler movies.
0: I like Adam Sandler movies.
2: I like Spanglish and Funny People and Reign Over Me.
0: I thought that's my boy is really funny.
2: And Fifty First Dates.
3: Oh, Fifty Fifty. The Wedding Singer. Is great. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he, yeah, those are good movies. He has
0: made good
2: movies, and then all of all his movies fucking... recently,
3: less yeah. so. Yeah,
2: all of his movies now feel like the dumb posters in the background of Funny People, which I thought was a good sign of like, oh, okay, he understands that he's not going to do that,
0: and he did it. And all he does is do this. Oh, my movies make millions and millions of dollars. I make twenty-five million dollars movie. I don't care what James Hart in Denver, Colorado, says about me. What would he do James Harden <laughs> I make all this money
2: <laughs> But at the point At which you make All that money At least throw me a bone see, no, Every see, couple of movies James, this is where, a serious movie This is
0: where me and you Are totally different you would we, sell out for money. I would totally I fucking would... sell out. Me and James got this huge argument about making $50 million a movie to play Spider-Man or Iron Man forever. I think I think it was about Jason Statham, though. Yeah, Jason Statham. It was, uh, it was, it was Jason did. Statham. And, I, and James is making the argument. It's like, well, wouldn't you get tired? I said, James, you don't get tired of $12 million paychecks. I would, I would show up. And Mike Tyson could be laying on a table, and I would jack him off, and I'd look at my wife. This is how you jack off, somebody. Give me my twelve million dollars. Who's
2: paying you twelve million dollars to jack I don't know. Mike Tyson. I am just saying. As it's an, an example, example, right? Yeah. But yeah, no. My point was that he, they, these people are getting more than one script sent to their
0: house. Yeah,
2: and they are going to get paid fifty million dollars to be in any of them. Mm-hmm. He has to be getting better scripts than he writes fucking, his own scripts. Then fucking uh, Hey, what if a deer that's complete CG bullshit pees in my mouth?
0: But then at the same time, Sony, who makes this movie, says, Oh, you're going to make this movie? Is it going to guarantee me a f- almost a $50 million opening? Okay, yeah, here's $70 million. Okay,
2: I understand that financially it makes sense. I, I, it's frustrating.
0: Okay, James, I want Do you to like, like, remember I, this conversation when we're really big and we can still make pod shows, and someone's like, hey, uh, we'll offer you a million dollars to write a multi-camera sitcom, and it has to be totally cliched, or you can st- still make no money writing your pod show, what would you do?
3: I think James would write a sitcom. Because I think, I think he, thinks he thinks he would write a good sitcom. Oh,
2: yeah. Here, th- yeah, that's no, the thing. No, 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 in no. That-
0: no, I'm not talking about a good one. I'm talking about there's, there's one guy who's in love with the girl, and there's the other guy who's a total jock. How are they going to work this out? James Hart knows he's the writer of the new show Jock
3: and Dumb Guy. <laughs> okay, can I... <laughs> Hold on, but there okay. is a difference between... Okay, for
2: example, the guy, who wrote, um, the guy who wrote 500 Days of Summer, mm-hmm. the script he wrote after that was mm-hmm. Pink Panther 2. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the reason is they offered him money. Mm-hmm. And he was starting out. So there's a difference between being a, a, a established and being able to pick what you want to do with your career and knowing that you're going to make money no matter what you do and p- and being starting out and going between making 12 million dollars or making nothing like there's a difference between that you know um, I-, I think that when you are at an Adam Sandler level you ought to be picking roles. I mean even if his movies were as good as click you know like uh, click, click is click was decent, legit. you know there's there's some fun stuff in click um, but it, uh, it's this bullshit that I don't understand
0: He's, he and writes, and like, it, going back movies.
2: to going back to the Jason Statham thing, Jason Statham can be a good actor if he just would stop doing fucking nonsense movies.
0: Or I get paid twelve million dollars to do nonsense movies. No one's going to pay him to do serious movies.
2: If he tried, they're
0: like, "Hey, we want to see you see if someone's wearing a wire in this movie." <laughs> I want to see
5: him in a romantic comedy. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs>
2: see, okay. that sounds interesting to me. Can I ask a uh, question?
3: Yes. Why is Neil Patrick Harris doing Smurfs too? Now,
2: he straight up has said that he does that for the money
0: David Cross has a great little bit about why he's in all the chipmunk movies because they pay him a shitload of money yeah
2: and I'm just like well, and, but Neil Patrick Harris has said that like he does those movies because it lets him it gives him the freedom to do the stuff that he wants when he wants to well and
0: he's not he's not adam sandler big but see right. I could, I there's a, a different the there. argument for adam sandler that he does those movies and then he can make a movie like funny people that only grosses 30 million dollars right
2: but when the last one was funny people that's my point if he were doing spanglish 2 next year then i'd be okay i'd be like oh yeah sure. this is the bullshit he's doing so that he can you know mm-hmm. write out the low paycheck for the good stuff he makes but he hasn't done anything good since rain over me that's my problem well, well no funny, funny people. people yeah, yeah it funny really people is funny Was three
0: people. years ago it is not yeah it's 2010 no yeah
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a it while was ago. um how many how many years between like, no uh, it's been a
3: funny while. people was 2008 yeah. because then um inglorious bastards came out in 2009 sorry that's a weird it's a it's a way i think about stuff
0: either way if you average one movie a year yeah
3: you
2: know. i'm just saying i'd like for him to do something fucking good for also go see pacific rim that's what i'm saying
3: <laughs> no, we are we are going to go see Pacific Rim tomorrow. No, I don't mean
2: you. I, I was talking to the internet. No, but
3: we are going to no. go see it tomorrow. No,
2: I, I meant the internet.
3: No, but we're going to go see it tomorrow. Okay. Okay.
2: Good.
0: Guillermo I Toro guess Toro appreciates I you. guess I'm
2: down off the mountain now. I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm Thank I'm okay. you, Box Office
0: <laughs> Mojo, for all the box office stats.
3: Now James will come down off the mountain. Longest box, box, box
0: office stats <laughs> <Yeah>. segment <laughs> of Me, all time. Me and James arguing over... Brad is, Brad, Brad is about to kill himself.
3: No, he just wants to go to sleep. <laughs>
0: uh hey stuff's coming out next week that i don't want to buy
2: DVD releases <laughs> yeah dude it's fucking james mcavoy week man nice yeah uh Wait, none, well maybe i don't know uh trance is the big release of next week what which is, is the what? uh it's the next movie by uh um, oh shoot danny boyle yeah thanks Brad. no one saw um yeah, well, it got some good reviews and such, but uh, and I'll probably check it out. Lots of, from what I hear, lots of naked Rosario Dawson in that
0: movie. And I also bet it's like the stupid drug hallucination stuff. Did I tell you it, I don't yeah, like it's Danny definitely, Boyle as a it's, director?
2: It's definitely him doing that, that kind of Danny Boyle stuff. He, there are two sides to Danny Boyle. Sometimes he does the druggy stuff. Sometimes he does the not-druggy stuff. Yeah. Uh, the other James McAvoy movie is Welcome to the Punch, nice. which <laughs> sounds like a fake Twilight movie. <laughs> like, it does, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it sounds well, like a made-up film.
3: There was that one point where Bella punched Taylor Lautner in the Wolfrey? face. Wolf Yeah. And uh, broke her hand.
0: Yeah. Wait, what? I don't remember that at all. You don't remember that happening? No, no he because maybe her. my brain just fries through him, Yeah. He
3: kissed her, and they came back, and that was one of the best lines in Twilight is, just the way that Taylor Lautner <laughs> says that she punched me in the face and then she broke her hand. It's one of I my think the best things. line it in Twilight been great, though, ever
0: is when Billy Burke says, why are you taking off your clothes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no,
1: I, yes. I, it would have been
2: better if while she punched him, she
0: yelled,
1: face punch, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: being the title of the fake
2: movie in that piece of shit garbage. Um, also, Vehicle 19 starring, starring Paul Walker comes out next week. I don't know. It's a That's a real movie. Um, The only actual good thing I think is uh, there's a a stand-up video of Craig Ferguson called "I'm Here to Help," which I actually think I might check out. I really like. I saw Craig Ferguson live, um, and he is really great and a and a really cool guy. Like straight up, a very intelligent. Like I would want to hang out with him, not just watch him make me laugh. Um, and then finally, uh, Bikini Royale: The Convention con- Continuing Adventures of Girl from Bikini nice. comes out this week. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. Why yeah. is she
0: wearing a bow tie? Um, I thought it was well, Bikini Royale. Like,
2: well, because the shi- its to cover the boobs. Because then the the bow tie holds the shirt together at the top, mm. and then it and then it fans out to expose her uh, belly on the cover. Um, mm-hmm. Bikini Royale. She, it's clearly like James Bond.
0: It has four stars on Amazon, so it has to be <laughs> pretty good. It has four
2: stars on there. It. it does. Oh, my God. How, oh, only one person has reviewed it, though. That's why. <laughs> and that person that person is Fred Olin Ray, the director of Bikini <laughs> yeah. Royale. No, it's not It's Wait, not really. I, that I know up. that
0: name. I think he directed a horror movie called Jack-O-Lantern. Uh,
2: oh, no, sorry. The Phantom reviewed it. Um,
0: <laughs> one of the better retro media releases... He hey says. James, click on that Fred Olin Ray and see if he directed a movie called Jack O' or something. In that likes,
2: um, he directed Harlots of the Caribbean. No, <laughs> Tw- he directed wow. Twilight Vamps. Oh, he directed the original girl from Bikini. Oh, nice. Um, hey, the complete first season of Tanya X. Oh my! B- Bikini Frankenstein. <laughs> it's a lot. Of, there's a, <laughs> David Carradine in, in Warlords. He, nice. directed, um, so he directed Dino Wolf. That
1: are like not
2: <laughs> playground yeah, like yeah. That above. No, well, because these are all bikini-related parodies of. uh okay. I guess it's not The him. kid with X-ray eyes. I'm gonna imagine there's a lot of staring at ladies' chests in that movie. Just throwing that out there. Sorority Girls 3D.
3: <laughs> That's also staring at chests. Silent
2: Venom. Starring Luke Perry and Krista Allen, Silent <laughs> Venom. I think it's about a very quiet snake. <laughs> uh, uh, also, uh, uh, also available on Amazon Instant Video for 24-hour rental. I'm gonna bookmark Is it for this page. I don't know. I don't give a shit. I will totally throw three dollars at Silent Venom. <laughs> Uh,
0: it, say it can't. It can't.
2: <laughs> it can't be much worse than Sharknado, which I started this week. Real boring. Yeah, bummer. Yeah, it's. I. I thought that maybe this would be but, a good Asylum movie. I mean,
0: but is there such a thing?
2: Yeah. Uh, no. Here's the thing. Like two-headed shark attack and shark and sn- uh, sand sharks. Not Asylum yeah. movies. Actually, really fun. Asylum makes really boring, shitty movies. So ho- uh, hopefully, near the end, when the for one thing, hurricane of sharks, not a tornado. um when the hurricane of sharks, like really starts to come into a head, maybe a hammerhead, maybe then, uh, thanks. Thanks. Um, <laughs> no. maybe then the movie will get fun. Don't, don't shake your head at me. Uh, but for now it's just, it's just people driving in a truck for half an hour. You know, it's more exciting than alien origins was, but that movie <laughs> is boring
0: the whole time. So anyway, the James silent what, venom. What, uh, what comic book you have for me this week?
1: What's up, nerds?
2: It's the Comics Corner. Well, you are gonna love this one. Um, so, especially be? because I was no, Does I, 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 I right? that was, I was being facetious. I might like it. Um, <laughs> so, because I just finished rewatching The Legend of Korra again, and man, oh, that show was fuck. fucking good. Um, the my Robert Downey Jr. shit. This past week, uh, <laughs> this past week, the second book, the second trade of the Avatar comics, um, The Search, came out this week. Uh, and I I got a chance to read it And it's, it's great Basically this is the story of um, It's one of the stories that they wanted to tell in the show In the original series but they didn't get a chance to Of them tracking down what happened to Zuko's mom Zuko's like the bad guy in the show Who then gets redeemed by the end of the series Um and his mom just sort of has disappeared at some point we don't know why uh and it's a really cool story It actually bring completely changes the dynamics of those characters if you're a big fan of the last airbender i i absolutely think you got to check this book out um because it it redefines your idea of who some of those characters are um the uh basically it it takes place like sort of in their teenage years like everybody's grown up just a little bit and azula is in an insane asylum, and Zuko goes and gets Azula out of the insane asylum, and she teams up with them, and they go off to try and track down because they have these letters that her mo- that his mother was sending to a a long lost lover, um, and they go to try and track down like what happened to her mom and why she left, and, and the story of why she left and the things she does in order to leave, and oh, it's really cool. It's not um,
3: allowed on kids' TV
2: uh no no it was that they they the original series actually got cut short right um they were supposed to have like a fourth season as well and they didn't get a chance to got it um and so i think this is one of those stories i think it's also just something that like they had a cool story of and maybe they never found a chance to tell it but um yeah it's i would say it's definitely a little bit more mature than the original series was but not as much as like cora is um i am very mature but uh (laughs) sure um but the uh man Azula crazy Azula like more crazy than she is in the show is great um not like not like vicious like actually her her brain is broken at this point she's been in an asylum for too long and she'll like snap and it's it's very entertaining and um it's actually written by the pe- the guys who created the show so it it reads like that book like the show so you hear those characters voices when Sokka makes jokes you, mm-hmm. You're like, ah, yeah, that's totally a Sokka joke. He would, he would totally say that the, that nature hates Azula, you know. Thing, you know, it's, uh, it's really great. Um, it's it's gonna be a three part series. So if you read book one and two of the search, you don't quite get the ending, but you don't, you won't care. It's so much fun to read, and it's it's real quick. Um, so for sure, go check it out. You will get 20 percent off at uh, Colorado Quince Cards, and Comics, and they should have plenty of copies because nobody else gives a shit about the Last Airbender. Um, so go pick up a copy and get a hold slot and save on your comics.
0: Oh fuck! Okay, you're done. Um, <laughs> I didn't understand a single word you said, or or the names you said. I know, I know. Maybe, but I at least
2: I, I, knew per- sure. I knew what at you At least were I about. pronounced them right. M. Night Shyamalan. Oh! Oh, he
3: did it. Mic drop. I knew what you were talking about, and Michael knew what you were talking about.
2: Yeah, there were there yeah. are people out there who did. I was just gonna swing for it. Nobody's gonna go pick it up
0: unless I actually tell you how cool that book
3: is. Yeah, I didn't know it existed, but it sounds super fun, and yeah. I'll probably go get it. Yeah.
0: This week we went and saw R.I.P.D. What? Oh. Oh yeah. We're playing a game. <laughs>
3: All right.
2: <laughs> so uh, this is a game stolen since we only steal games. This mm-hmm. is a game stolen from the old Totally Red show, called. You made it up. Goddamn. No, no.
0: <laughs> Brad just left out um, the door and he is running with uh, his middle finger up. All right, see you, Brad.
2: So this one requires a little bit more uh, pre-production here. And so I've prepared some things and I'm gonna throw them out. The way this works is you take, it's kind of like the other one where you take two titles and slime them together into one title. But then what I'm gonna give you is the description of that movie. And you have to figure out what the two titles are. So they'll they'll be linked. So in the same way, so uh, I'll give you an example. And this one's kind of obvious, but if I were to say, on their way to the moon, a family discovers that their new home is actually a prison for the undead. Oops. You might say, Apollo 13 Ghosts.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ryan is not seeming thrilled about this Wait, little game. See, because
2: it's it's Apollo 13 and mm-hmm. 13 Ghosts slammed together. Mm-hmm. And it's some people on their way to the moon. Okay. And a house and their and their home is a prison for the undead. Gotcha. Okay. It might not work, but we're going to give it a shot.
0: I was thinking Resident Evil Apocalypse, but, you know, cool. Well, you could, you could have guessed that. Okay, <laughs> yeah. hey, give me another one.
2: Uh, all right. Um, let me give you... I'll, I'll, I'll throw you an easy one. Uh, A-sharp... Pregnant teen and whoever figures it out, you just yell it out, and that person will you know win some no prize. Uh, a sharp pregnant teen finds a satchel of money on a dead Mexican and tries to keep. who my phone turned off. And tries to keep one step ahead of the evil forces chasing after her. I'll give you. I'll give it to you again. A sharp pregnant teen finds a satchel of money on a dead Mexican and tries to keep the, uh, one step ahead of the evil ch- forces chasing after her.
0: junexican i don't know yeah.
2: <laughs> the word satchel is the big clue yeah you have to if you know what the first one is you can then you know okay so then you've got to use that title to figure out what the next title is
3: that has to oh. do with a satchel
2: do you know country
4: for old men that's <laughs> the one
2: that's the one
3: no that 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 was good brad that was good
2: all right Uh, This one, you've got to keep in mind that it's me writing this one, so this is very much a a me movie. Uh, Aliens arrive on Earth to begin raising the recently dead in an attempt to stop humanity from inadvertently destroying the universe. The only way to stop them is by beating them at a game of basketball. Oh, I was
4: going to say Independence Day of the Dead.
1: Uh
2: Aliens arrive on Earth and begin raising the recently dead in an attempt to stop humanity from inadvertently destroying the universe. The only way to stop them is by beating them at basketball. Something space dream. <laughs> Laura, Laura says something space dream. That
3: was my guess, yeah.
2: All right. Something. That would, so it would have to end in space.
3: No, or... Is it Space Jam something? Or no, 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 because that, one, because that one is Jam. because no, lost because in Space Jam.
2: <laughs> because that one comes second in the... in the uh, Got it. Yeah, that one has to be the second one. So you're playing off of the word space.
3: And there's I And remember
2: the clue that I gave you. It's that a this mo- one is very much a me movie.
3: So no one else has seen it?
2: Uh, no, no. I, I believe that both Ryan and Brett have seen this movie.
3: But it wasn't good enough for them to remember?
2: As soon as you figure it out, you're going to be like, oh, fuck, that was... Uh, No, it's definitely not a good movie. (laughs) It's a piece of shit movie. It's maybe the worst piece of shit movie. It's a long title.
0: (laughs) Prometheus Jam.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I said it's not a good movie. All right. The answer would be Plan 9 from Outer Space oh, Jam the
1: <laughs> <asshole>.
6: <laughs>
2: Oh, you couldn't think of it Oh man, alright um, Let's do one more This was probably, I am maybe the most Proud of this one um, Two friends spend, in, spend the afternoon hanging out On their porch, trying to figure out How to raise the $200 they owe a dope dealer While avoiding the zombies That are taking over a city That, ha- that has recently been walled off two friends spend the afternoon hanging out on the per- on their porch trying to figure out how to raise the $200 they owe a dope Friday dealer. of the dead? Friday of the dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, hold on. I got one more hard one.
0: That's what she said. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> this time, an international spy has to get home to see his daughter on her birthday, But between the traffic and the rude people between him and his home, he begins to crack and is forced to abandon his car and fight his way through everyday injustices to get home. (laughs) This time, an international spy has to get home to see his daughter on her birthday. But between the traffic... And the rude people between him and his home, he begins to f- crack, and is forced to abandon his car, and fight and fight his way through everyday injustices to get home. I'll give you a hint: the first one is one of the more recent of those films. Like the first one, should you know? You know, when I say this time, an in international spy, sky falling, down. sky falling down. Nice job, Brad. Anyway, that's the game. Good job, Brad. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
4: Obviously, I can play this game live. But Brian
2: can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, what did we see this week, Brian?
0: We saw RIPD. Cora, should people go see RIPD?
3: Yeah. I, mm, uh, mm, mm. <laughs> if you like Men in Black? Sure. <laughs> I liked it, but I like a lot of things that other people don't. So, sure, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny.
0: Michael?
5: I thought it was fun. Um, Maybe not worth how much you'd usually pay at a theater. It might be worth Mm -hmm. the rent, but uh, I had a lot of fun at it. We laughed a lot. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. James? James?
2: Yeah, I would say more of a renter for sure. Um, there are some unfortunate things that hold this movie back, uh, but I, I definitely think there is some fun to be had and some cool ideas. Um, if Jeff Bridges weren't in this movie, I think it would be a, a complete wash.
0: Brad?
4: Uh, yeah, it's not total dog shit. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's really derivative. Um, Brad, Brad didn't, fall didn't fall asleep. Didn't fall asleep. Yeah, Jeff Bridges was was the thing that kind of made it stand out, um otherwise yeah it's it's not terrible, but it, and it's got some fun parts to it, but I mean there a lot of the times you're wondering like like the rules of the universe that they set up are kind of yeah. like the line is blurred on what you know applies, you know,
2: and I think it's so it's so clear from point A to point b that it it doesn't really give you time to grip on anything,
4: yeah they they kind of s- stretch. Their boundaries a bit and yeah. don't really explain everything as they should and you know you just kind of take you just have to accept a lot of things so
0: yeah and I did not like this movie meh whatever um, I don't think it, if it's ever streaming for free on Netflix and you can check it out <laughs> I don't know if I'd spend money on it yeah um, but uh, h- h- here's the trailer for RIPD or ripped a <laughs> ribbed a ripped
1: day. Where am I? You're dead. But you have skills that we want. So we'd like you to join the RIPD. <laughs> the Rest in peace department.
6: Meet your new partner. Come on,
1: rookie. Right.
7: We are the greatest lawmen that ever lived and died. Our job is catching dittoes. What? Bad souls that hide out among the living. Damn. I don't know what else to shoot you between something else you don't look like you anymore so what do i look
2: like really an old chinese guy what about you
7: well i guess you win roy
5: Stanley you. we're with the department
7: of health we suspect you might be dead you can make this one my treat no i'm not i'm not going near that we were supposed to
1: contain
7: didn't contain. I've seen that before.
6: This world's for the living. And RIPD is going to keep it that way. I got this.
7: I'm okay. Nothing to
0: see. Gotta go. If If this movie was just. Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds talking to each other, then I probably would have enjoyed this movie. If it were like a regular, like, buddy cop movie with the two of them, probably great. Yeah. And I, you know, I I don't know if anybody knows this about us, but uh, we're legit media, if you guys didn't know this. Um, We have an account on epk.tv.com, and I've never exploited it before. So I'm going to make Brad do some more work and. Um, if you want to hear what Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges had to say about their characters and what they play uh t- take a listen real quick.
4: Uh well, I play uh Nick Walker, who's a recently deceased cop who's uh been given a very strange opportunity to come back to the the world in a in a different form and um and uh work for an organization called the RIPD for which this guy is a I guess not a founding member but a a long <laughs> tenure. Been around for a couple hundred yeah. years. Yeah, so. yeah.
7: And I'm Roycephus Pulsiver, a marshal from the 1800s, who who keeps getting his time uh, at the RIPD extended. And uh, Ryan is uh, this rookie that I've got to kind of teach the ropes to.
0: Yeah, pretty much they're just talking about that, uh, you know, Ryan Reynolds is a straight-laced cop, Nick, and then Jeff Bridges plays kind of a take on his true grit character, but a little more...
3: There's, it's more comedic.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a bit more of a caricature, and he is easier to hear because he's not drunk.
0: Yeah, what's what's his <laughs> name? Roy, Roy. I don't know. It was it there Roy was there was goofiest goofiest. <laughs> Royceifus. Roy C- 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 Roy 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 you can call me Roy. Or Yeah.
2: See, li- lines <laughs> like that were funny. Yeah. Yeah, and
0: you know there's always holds the movie back um if you don't have the money to effectively pull off monsters and cgi just make them practical yeah because well, i mean
2: this movie wasn't cheap like they should no. have had the money to do that
3: well you know? and and, but and the that, cg
2: is fucking horrible
3: that was the whole thing is whenever they had monsters i kept thinking of men in black with the aliens yeah where most of them were done practically mm-hmm. Because, fuck yeah, Rick Baker. Yeah, and and so the fact that they didn't do things like that and it was so like fat Elvis, I'm just like, yeah. See, but
0: they—that's where they totally, I think, missed this movie because I, I thought it had so many similar beats to Men in Black, mm-hmm. and even like the music was kind of the same. Yeah. To Men in Black. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um. And so it was it it was really distracting to me. Um. I mean the you know. When Ryan Reynolds dies, he gets a really cool gun and just like, you know, Men in Black. And I mean, here's a a scene from the movie and this is the rules for the
1: movie. Mm
3: -hmm. Tough day. Take your time.
1: Ease into
5: it. Ease into what?
3: Come on, genius.
4: I know you can get there.
7: This is a joke.
1: Hilarious.
3: (laughs) I'm dead. You're lucky, Nick. You have skills that we want, so we're giving you a choice. You can take your chances with judgment or you can join the RIPD. tour is 100 years. You say yes, we'll send you back down to Boston. Your home tour. I'll
7: do it.
0: And that introduces also Mary Louise Parker's character. She's pretty fun in it. Um, I, I love that she wears really high boots because uh, Jeff Bridges loves ankles on women <laughs> because he comes from a different time.
2: She's uh, great. She is fantastic. That's what I'm saying. I and mean, it's it's things like that that you 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 can tell are such like really strong parts of the movie that it's weird that it gets held back by like a sort of clunky exposition. Yeah.
1: And a, yeah. And a pretty
2: a pretty linear plot. And then, off obviously that CG that just makes the action sequences really bland. And so you um, don't
0: need the CG because you know the fat Elvis guy I thought was actually pretty funny in it. Yeah. You know when he was going down the escalator and he was like swaying his hips and stuff. Well,
2: and and I, I think that that's the thing they 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 had these grand ideas for action sequences that they didn't need because they couldn't they clearly couldn't pull off the CG. And and I think that the CG then held them back from actually being creative with. Uh, not just the action sequences but their character designs and I like there weren't that many really cool no. smart monsters in the movie and um, I think
0: that's why I had I don't like this movie is because you know the parts when it's Ryan Reynolds and um Jeff Bridges talking to each other in the car is really fun yeah and then you know you, then you get these stupid oh we have to have an action beat here and we have to have an action beat here you know where everything's going. You already knew Kevin Bacon was a bad guy the minute he showed up on screen. And where the fuck did he come from? I don't remember seeing him like in any of the ads. Maybe no, they did that on all. purpose. It's just a villain in every movie. Now. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and did, it's, just, it's just unnecessary. Did, and,
2: did anybody feel like they were watching a movie that was clearly directed by somebody who... I, I haven't looked up this director, but it feels like it's directed by a first- or second-time director who just really wants to get his shots off.
0: Well, he did like, uh, he. Oh, and did then, he do that Red? Was his first movie? Oh, and he turned okay. down Red 2 to do RIPD.
2: Cuz this feels like there there are a lot of like crazy dutch angles and upside down shots and all this stuff where I felt like somebody who yeah. they they weren't they hadn't didn't have a real strong grip on their own style or what they wanted to do, so they just threw stuff in there as much as possible. And some of the shots are really cool, but some so of them too. I I just found it distracting where there was so much stuff where I didn't know why he was filming it that way or what you know it it was drawing my attention the fact that it was it was filmed that way
3: i think you can kind of attribute some of that to the fact that you are right that it is directed from sometimes these guys are dead like sometimes you see them as them and then sometimes you see them as their other people Mm -hmm. and so maybe it's a differentiation of like the perspective yeah. Or maybe he just didn't think about it that much.
2: I think, yeah, some of it to me feels like him, like it's him, him on set going, like, you know what would be cool is if I start the camera here and then I spin it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it is, it is cool, but if it doesn't have a purpose, then it ends up being distracting. And then I just sit there going, like, okay, what? Why, why is this shot so bizarre? You know? See,
0: I thought the coolest, actually, shots of the movie. Was at the beginning where they're busting into the warehouse, where the camera was like following them yeah. around corners, and yeah, that, that whole time, really I really cool. wanted
2: him to sh- to direct like a like a low budget Street Kings kind of a movie, <laughs> where you know it's it's just like a hardcore cop, like an End of Watch, you know. It made me want yeah. him to make a movie like that for That's
3: sure. It's a traumatic
0: movie too. Ooh, and yeah, it's I just keep on. I don't know. I just kept on waiting for something else to happen in the movie, and it too, it's hard when you never think the the heroes are ever in danger um it's just
3: right because they can't really die yeah like they can't really die yeah they could get shot by the enemy like fancy guns that that kill them
2: which they just sort of introduced without telling us was a thing
3: but that doesn't yeah it doesn't ever really feel like a threat
0: yeah I don't know, and I mean, I love you know when Jeff Bridges loses his hat. He says, "I don't care about the bus, but you made me lose my hat." And yeah, the quips I think are good. Yeah, it's, I don't know.
2: In in theory, like on paper, the whole story of uh, of Ryan Reynolds really wanting to like reconnect with his wife and and not being able to, and then having uh, Kevin Bacon's character sort of ruin her idea of who Ryan Reynolds were was you know like that whole struggle to me sounds great and if you told Mm -hmm. me oh man that's really the story of this movie I'd be like oh that's cool and yet something about it just never lands it never has the weight that it needs
3: like if they even did a a table read of the movie it probably sounded great at a table read Yeah, but when you make it a movie something was lost because all of the acting and the dialogue everything seems like it was written well except for some of the exposition
1: Yeah, Mm. but
3: when they made it a movie and added like a visual element almost. Yeah. Like certain aspects of the visual element it gets lost. It's
2: something about the either the pacing or the way it's shot mm-hmm. or I don't know, not letting things breathe when you needed to. I don't I don't know what's missing. It's I it would be harsh to call it stillborn, but that, yes, like yes, at, it at would. some point I I thought that in the movie where I was like, why does none of this feel like it works? You know, like mm-hmm. it feels coherent. But at the same time I don't care. Yeah. Um it's just it's weird. 'Cause it, it's it's hard to call it bad because you're looking at it other than the CG, you're looking at it and going, okay, this is all f- fine. Well and even but it's not working.
3: With like the end of the movie. Like there's the grand plot by the deados, which mm. is a weird Horrible name. name for people. Um for them they have this plot of no we want to bring all of them back cool awesome this is something they're working for it doesn't ever really feel like that's ever going to happen like mm. there's going to be something that stops that from happening Yeah. where when they had the whole thing that shot up into the sky and was like going to let all the stuff down I'm like, am I watching Avengers now mm-hmm. and at least in Avengers it was a real thing and they had to defeat these things mm-hmm. like they had to defeat the monsters in this n- they don't defeat there's nothing to do there's mm. just the guy. The guy's guarding the thing, and yeah, it's kind of strange
5: that the city started falling apart too. There, there didn't seem to be any explanation of that. It just started. Yeah. Yeah. That, w- that was money that yeah. could have been used elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it just towers were falling. Cars were falling on other cars. No real explanation yeah. was given for that. They needed
3: was- a unique car chase scene where cars were falling on other cars. All gone on that, right? Yeah. 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 All the people were gone. Well, it th- it
2: cost money to CG people Man into car
0: chases. That's yeah. My, that's my big thing with Man of Steel. You know, you're getting punched through buildings and, I mean, just constant destroy. Brad, do you want to say something about the movie?
4: Nope. I took care of it before we started the in-depth part, so I'm good. That's <laughs> everything I need to say. <laughs> Except for the CG was terrible. Yeah. Except for in the destruction part, the like the car CG in w- the portals was good. So really? Obviously that's where they spend all their time. There,
2: I I know there was one part where like there was a, yeah, I was gonna say there's an orange car that looks like it's made of plastic, that like falls off of a parking structure into the action scene below, and as soon as the shot started, I was like, you left this in the movie? <laughs> like yeah. this People is some Sharknado bullshit but... right here. Like this is, you know, it, it's I mean it's better than Asylum crap, but it it's still way under par like
4: just those couple frames so when they pull out to the wide shot and you can see the cloud and all the like the debris going up it's
1: yeah yeah like good. i think that
2: the weird spinny clouds that stuff all looks good um it's just like there's detail work and obviously and then the characters which are all like like circa
4: 2001 yeah. level cgi and yeah like if budget like budget if movies. pirates of
2: the caribbean 2 didn't have half their budget <laughs> um then that's what all of the you know the the, the Davy Jones guys would have looked like only they still would have looked cooler because they were at least fairly creative, whereas these guys were just like, "This one's fat." Yeah, look how fat he is. Yeah, this lady's fat, missing guy. part
3: of her face. When even yeah. in the
2: even in the trailer, there's like that one guy who's got all the eyes, and there's the joke about like, "I don't know what eye to shoot you between." Where was that? That, one yeah, that was there. Exactly. Yeah. And that guy is more creative than any of the other demons in the movie. Like, yeah. I was expecting a lot more like Constantini or um, or even like getting close to like a Hellboy kind of thing sure. where, like oh we're gonna see some some really cool monsters but it never happened
6: well they mentioned in the beginning that like the monster who had like the 10 fingers and the big mouth like he was a snitch and he was and he stole stuff so like that that's what his persona was and he was dead but like you re- they really didn't do anything with that like fat elvis i was like so he was a glutton like He's fat. that was, was fat my in thought real life too. he got fatter when he was dead like i don't yeah they could have done a lot more with that
3: it's like the world that they're setting up is really cool. Like I liked when he got sucked up there and Mary Louise Park was talking to him. Cause she's great, but I love her anyways. And the like space that they're in, like the world they're in and how he doesn't want to walk across the thing because there's no floor, but there's actually a floor. And she's like, you know, just walk across the floor like you'll be fine. And, and like the whole world that they set up was fine. And the rules like Laura just said, like that people have a reason for looking the way they do that all makes sense and could be really neat but it's lost
1: Mm -hmm.
4: yep and what do normal people do about like seeing a girl like being dragged and like smashing into right the sides of buildings and being okay and uh i didn't understand It's like, that's I, why
3: they have flashy things in Men in Black. Like that makes more sense.
4: Yeah, they don't have anything for that in this world. It's just like, oh, okay, that's weird. Um, Speci- specifically
2: specifically because Ryan had called out weeks ago, like, if they have a flashy thing in this movie, then it's awful. Oh shit, take like, it out, take it out. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, really like they, they, they heard us tell you. Yeah. We gotta and rewrite hey, you know all that great CG we had? Throw it all out. We gotta redo the CG so that there's no flashy thing nonsense.
4: <laughs> and then like stuff like Uh, different kinds of like spicy food it's what? arbitrary. Is yeah.
5: to like it just having makes...
3: an, ex- an explanation for that would have been nice because yeah. it yeah. was Those just cards confusing.
5: Cards really got fully explained. I mean, I, I got the whole Indian food thing, but they, there seemed to be a lot of detail in the cards that seemed unnecessary like, and what disgusting. car, yeah.
3: what the what the ethnicity of the of the teenager is, and what kind of ethnic yeah. food it is, what particular day Is it was. are you supposed to be able to to tell what kind of dead person this is?
2: Exactly, and that may be stuff that's like in the book. Ooh, but good call. Hmm. But at the same time, that's the kind of stuff that would be in a book if we're a novel. But comics, it's a little bit easier to get stuff like that into... Like, comics are sort of written in a very cinematic way. Sure. Where if you're do- going from one trade, um, your story is going to be pretty linear, and it's going to be easier for you to work all that stuff into a movie uh, most of the time, depending on the comic. But something as simple as this, it seems like I, they should have been able to get whatever that explanation is in there. Um, but... It's hard. It's like reviewing a comedy where you, you're like, well... And it, with a comedy, you're like, ah, it was funny, but I can't tell you why. In this case, it was like, ah, it didn't work, but I... I
3: can't put my finger on it.
2: Other than the CG is awful, like, everything is decent. And yet, meh. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is apparently
2: also super Also true. Effective.
0: Yeah.
3: And, I mean, Yeah.
0: It always seems like he's just about ready to have a big movie and then something happens We're all yeah. waiting for Deadpool. Aww. Green Lantern. Yeah, I don't think
2: Deadpool's going to be the one to save him. That makes me sad. <sighs> um.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he needs his
2: drive.
3: Well, and it, there's an element of Ryan Reynolds where he has, it's not nearly as as done as well or nearly as successful, but he has kind of a Channing Tatum kind of charm to him, where he can pull off lines that other people couldn't. Yeah. When doing a dialogue with Jeff Bridges, being absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like he can pull it off. But when everything else around them isn't working, you're just sad for him.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's never he's never the worst part of a movie. No. Like movies fall movies fall apart around Ryan Reynolds. And not then because he's of him. just you know like that Green is Lantern sad. is not a bad movie because Ryan Reynolds is Hal Jordan Green Lantern's is a bad movie and Ryan Reynolds is in it
1: <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know like RIPD doesn't work and Ryan Reynolds is in it and they're not they they are, do not coincide for any reason so it's too bad he needs, he needs to get like a he needs to do something off the wall like Reign of Fire 2 you know like oh, if nice. he yeah. if he really did something weird you know that was just clearly gonna be awesome, no matter mm-hmm. how you shot it. I don't know.
3: The proposal is good.
2: Maybe if he got a deer to pee not. in his mouth.
3: It's really funny.
2: It is not. Just any kind of any kind of wild animal peeing in his mouth would.
0: You remember when he, they walk out? Remember when they? walk out in the proposal, and it's like the worst green screen ever. Oh, my God.
6: Uh, yeah, there's that. I think you took me to see the proposal when you we were dating. I
0: don't think so. That doesn't sound like something I'd do.
6: You did a lot of stuff we were dating that I was like, oh, yeah, this is a nice guy. And then we got married, and I was like, what? <laughs>
2: Lock that up. <laughs> and then he started saying horrible things about the
0: guys on Glee. I didn't say anything that wasn't true. Why? Oh. Really? you really that broken up about it? <laughs> I was really mad. Oh, man. Drama on the Real Nerds podcast. You can tweet us at Real underscore nerds. You can call us. You made a thing for that. Oh, that's right. I don't have to do that <laughs> shit anymore. <laughs> that's awesome. Thanks, Brad. Thanks for reminding me. Next week, you guys are going to see the Wolverine. You're not here next week? I'm seeing Rod Stewart in Vegas. Oh, my God. What am we going to do? You could wait. Till I come back?
2: No, I will host. no, we can't wait. Laura'll go oh, see yeah? the Wolverine with you. You're not
0: taking Laura with you? She doesn't oh. want to see Rod Stewart. I, I kept on saying, "Hey, I'm going to go see Rod Stewart in Vegas. Do you want to go?" Uh, she never gave me an answer, so that tells me that she did not want to go see Rod Stewart in oh, Vegas.
2: Yeah. You're going to hang out with the with the girls all weekend. The girls are actually the just
0: cats. so you know, I, I've Brad's. An I've already talked to Brad. If you know he's going to be watching the house, if some dude <laughs> shows up, he's going to run him over with his jeep and pin him against the wall like in signs <laughs> and he's not going to wait till they have a last a, a last line he's going to back up and their intestines are going to pour pouring out
3: oh, I have to man. listen to that I want to get my hands on a copy of signs and like watch it along with the commentary but I don't know how we don't have a copy of signs
2: hey did you uh did you get something in the mail for me did you get a like receive a, a, a dvd in the mail for
3: me no you gave it to me at denver comic-con oh that's right that's right and <laughs> no one's had time to watch it no. like that's we had okay. that conversation there's, on the there's way there's here re- there's
2: not a re- there's you're not supposed to watch it it's <laughs> no not
3: we weren't yeah. supposed it. to.
0: the yeah. other one we sent out our friend russell tweeted he's like thanks question <laughs> mark
3: no see well, that one i would have totally watched
2: because when i mailed them out to people they came with a little card that said congratulations question <laughs> mark
3: <laughs> no, we were talking about that on our way here. It's like, shit, we forgot to watch Two-Headed Shark Attack. It's like, oh, okay, we'll watch Two-Headed Shark Attack, and then we'll call them about it. <laughs> and I was like, okay. A
0: two-headed review.
3: So hopefully, yeah. Ooh. So Ooh. hopefully we'll be able to Very do that here in the next couple weeks. Just cool. because we don't have time out together don't enough to watch Don't make a big deal a out of it. Huh?
2: Don't make a big deal out of it. Though, I'm, from what I've seen so far, better than Sharknado.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That should be on the freaking re-release of the DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better than Sharknado. Sharknado. James Hart, Real Nerds Podcast.
3: Bye. 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 Bye.
2: Bye my weird, I'm excited about rape (laughs) at the end of the podcast. (laughs) Oh, good.
0: See, that's just totally out of context now. Thank you so much for listening to Real Nerds Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also stream us on Stitcher Radio. Email us, realnerds at gmail.com. Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us, at real underscore nerds. Call us, 720-6-NERDS-5. Like us on Facebook. This has been an Endless Visions production. Until next week, bye.